Well, we'll just have to be honest with these Japanese investors. They uh, come from a culture that values honor and respect. And Godzilla. Godzilla! Godzilla! This needs to stop now. Okay, this is exactly what we shouldn't do when they show up. <sighs> Mom, that's enough. What? We're out of vodka. Sorry, thought you were doing Godzilla. <laughs> Mom, that's enough. What? I'm laughing. I'm tired of being thankful for scraps. Still, they want us to love them anyway. One day, somebody's going to have to make a stand. One day, somebody's going to have to say enough. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. Scientists, most often, right. one side is wrong. How am I supposed to explain to my child that two men are getting married? I don't know. It's your shitty kid. You fucking tell him. Why is that anyone else's problem? Are you serious? <laughs> it's so fucking stupid, isn't it? An immortal one. And I'll tell you something. If I was told to sacrifice them to prove my devotion to God, if I was told to do what all monotheists are told to do, and admire the man who said, yes, I've got my kid to show my love of God, I'd say no, fuck you. I was raised in a little town that had 13 brothels in it, so I'm used to some pretty salty language. And this one, of course, my favorite of all, like, what's this going on between our legs, right? You heard it. It's like an entertainment complex in the middle of a sewage system. No engineer would design that at all. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Try and work together. Heaven is just another lie. And if you believe it, you're an idiot. Hey, hey everybody. How you doing? So Yo. anybody watching live is going to see this. Ready? Yeah. Bam! New camera angle. All right. So if I'm talking if you, to you like this. You fuckers, I, I, you fuckers thought I had a lot of Star Wars shit before. Am I like this? What is it? Like? I can this see. a little bit better. Well. We'll have to play with the lighting. Yeah. I think it's a little too harsh. I think I need to get some Rogaine or something. Or a hat. Or a hat. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah, we will. The problem is it's not a widescreen camera. I, I may end up just getting one where I can adjust it later on. Yeah. But I ran the USB all the way over to the other side of the room God, there. So. so short. Yeah, huh? Hold on. Does that help? Nuts. No, I'm still way taller than you. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So I get the little boy chair. So well, so, if you sat up straight. Um, hey. So for the last month or so, I uh, spent the first you know minute and a half plugging my show. Yeah. Uh, I want to say thank you to uh, everyone who came out to the show. It was um, it went really really well, and yep. um, so folks, thanks for coming. Um, I I did like how you invited comments. I was going to write some comments from the show's email address. Oh yeah. But I just I didn't have the energy. Yeah, no. But, it was going to be it was going to be shitty fucking yeah, asshole sure, comments. Yeah, like yeah. how dare you cuz I did I I am like I what I said to you instead of congratulations cuz I don't think you'd expect that from me. <laughs> I Ellen said, you know, it was great and all that. I shook your hand and said, "Thanks for wasting my time." Yeah. <laughs> It was great, but you needed a laugh, I think, because you were really tense. Yeah, I was really tense. I was, I was really tense. So but, I'll be the um, asshole. But it, That's it, fine. It went well, and you had a good time. <laughs> yes, good food, good drink, good show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. So, um, yeah, and no, you know what? The alcohol was uh, actually yeah, was uh, it reasonably moderately priced? priced yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, a big old glass of beer was four fifty instead of eight fifty, which I oh, you that's... know we got two for nine dollars and leave a dollar tip yeah, that kind of that's thing. Pretty wasn't, good. Wasn't that's pretty good. Wasn't bad. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. That was that was another question I was going to ask. Um, yeah. Good. So yeah, great great, great time. I think I'm going to do it again. I'm thinking your microphone is way quiet. Hold on, let me see your microphone for a second here. <laughs> let me take a look at it. Do this. I don't know if you're talking into the right part there. Hmm. Let me check the other side. <laughs> this is awesome, huh? Now let me check mine. Great TV. Huh. We should. I should have checked this out before. Yeah, you're talking into the wrong part. The girls must have adjusted. Here, talk into that part. Uh-huh. Let's see how that looks now. All right, is that better? Yes, that is oh my so gosh, much better. That. Well, I usually talk into the X. And the I know. X's. Well, the girls played with the microphones. Uh, it must have got shifted around. Kids so. ruined everything. Well, mostly, um, yeah. But anyway. Um, <laughs> That's so much better. I was having a hard time hearing you last time. Uh, it was funny. last um, The night of the show, um, I was chatting with my dad, and he's like, all right, so now... He's like the programs. Who 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 did the programs? I'm like oh, I, I I did them. Um, oh, I didn't. I I don't know if I told you this that night. Um, the day before on the Friday. Yeah. Um, out running some errands, come back, and the oil had gone out. Did I did I tell you this? No. Yeah, we had run out of oil, so the oil thing went out. Fuck. Huh. Right. Um, I thought I had another couple of days. Right? right. Plus, I was a little preoccupied. Yeah. So, um. Went down to the basement because that's shit. Now I have to clear a path. Oh, my yeah. Shit in my basement yeah. shit to, so the dude <laughs> can get to the thing to light it up. Right. So I go down and it's just like, oh, hey, that pipe wasn't burst before. Oh. So it's like, fuck you, universe. Oh. And I saw something on the, uh, like later that day, I saw something on the, uh, on Facebook, one of those memes or whatever. It's just like, you know, when the, whatever I get hit, I look back at the universe and go, you hit like a bitch, yeah, yeah. you know? And that was totally, it's like the day before the show, I've got 8 trillion things that I still right. need to fucking do. And, um, I've got a busted pipe. Oh, where did it go? What was it? What was it connected to? Um, the hip bone connected to the leg. Oh, okay. so, but it was like coming off. Uh, it was like, like one of the first kind of offshoots from the main. So, oh. um, yeah. Was so, it bad or was it just like a little tiny? Oh, bit no, spread? it was, it was enough. I mean, it's like, yeah. it's like it didn't flood. It wasn't hitting oh, anything that good. mattered. So I, it was kind of one of those. Um, do you remember? <laughs> you saw the movie clue, right? Yeah. Okay. This is a minor, minor thing in Clue. Okay, okay? but it, it 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 struck me as as funny, and it's something that has sort of stuck I am with. I'm very me. curious to see where you're going with this. Okay, so at the end of Clue, uh-huh. toward the end of Clue, as they're sort of walking through the house, uh-huh. and in like you know a bunch of rooms that they go in, there's a dead body, uh-huh. and at this point they're so they're so immune to seeing right, it, they right. just kind of walk in and kind of like mm-hmm. eh, turn around and walk out again. Yep. Um, that was basically my reaction. I, I I heard it, right? I cleared the path, and then I hear the water. I go to the back of the cellar. I yeah. look up, and I'm like, all right. And I just turned around and walked away. <laughs> it's like, fuck you. I can't do it. This. Yeah. So a plumber came the next day, and it was really weird because the um, – the valve coming from like the main, I, I I would turn it, right? But the thing would still go. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with oh, this? Now I got to yeah. call the town, have them shut off the water, blah blah blah. Right. But when the plumber came, we turned the valve, 
and because I would, I would, I had turned it. Right. I'd wait like ten seconds. And I'm like, fuck. You know. Then it's like it's not shutting off. Why right, is it not right. shutting off? So he shut it off, and then we waited like thirty seconds. Oh. And it it shut off because okay. he looks at me. He goes, Yeah, there's still water going through. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> I'm an asshole. And um, so so that was that that was uh, that was that was that. So I he came like that. The, so awesome. it's like the morning of the show. Oh yeah. Okay. We had the fucking yeah. plumber, and it was just are you fucking kidding me? It was just one more level of of shit I did not need. And the night before, right, right I had gotten home, and I um I got home. What did I do the night before? <laughs> I don't even fucking remember, yeah. but I got home and I like sat down to like work on the programs. Right. And I did a couple of like the, the bios for the actors. Right. Right. Um, closed the computer, went downstairs, went to the bathroom, come back upstairs, sit on the couch. Yep. And then woke up at four thirty in the morning. Of course you, you did. know, what so time like, did you fall asleep? Uh, and it was, it was, it was like 11 o'clock, uh, which is great. Cause it's like, Oh great. I got all this time and I'll go to bed at like right. two or three and that'll be awesome. Right? Yeah. It'll be fine. I wake up at four 30. I'm like, motherfucker. But you got some sleep that you needed. I guess so. you wouldn't have been able to do the show if you were that tired. Yeah, I guess that because my sister mentioned it too. She's like, yeah, you look pretty fucked up that night. <laughs> yeah. You look tired. You looked frazzled. Like, well, it was like, really weird. Like, like I know in your head you're thinking if one person misses a fucking word, I'm gonna gut them on stage. Well, no, it was <laughs> it, it had actually gotten to the point like probably about eighty percent of the way through the show, everyone mm. was like really, really, really great script wise, mm. and then there was some some and it and it's nothing obviously nothing that the audience notices mm. because the audience, I mean, in, enjoyed the show and laughed right, and had right. a great time. I mean, I noticed that. Some, you know, there is some, there, there are some word switches and stuff like okay, that. Yeah. And which in my head, I mean, just because I know the script yeah. that I know it sort of throws off the rhythm. It still right. tells the story and does what it needs to do. Yeah. But for me it was, and it was actually funny Derek, cause I'm a big fucking hater of puns and stupid bullshit like that. No so kidding. at one point, Oh, I fucking hate it. <laughs> so at one point during rehearsals, we get to the end and um, when they're talking about different people who have written into the show, oh, this woman who, you know, counsels people who have lost their cats. And then she right. goes, I bet she has plenty of tales to tell. Yeah. And when yeah. we rehearsed it, the, like the day before, I'm just like, oh, that is shit. Why do we have that in? You know, let, I said, let, let's not do let's not do that. She goes, it's in the script. Oh. I was like, I fucking wrote that. That is terrible. Yeah. And every single one of them was just like, Frank, just leave it in. It's funny. I'm like, no, it's horrible. It's shit. Don't do it. Some and they're just like, like puns. and they're just like, and it played too. And it played. Yeah. It's just like, all right, fine. Fuck. Well, because even life. getting a groan out of it, you know, it's like, yeah, they I acknowledge that it's supposed to be funny. Oh, and, but it was just, it's, not. but it's so not my style. But yeah. well, that's um, the, the thing is though, you can't, you can't write every character just like every, every character can't speak like Teddy does. Because no, no, no! Every quite, character shouldn't. Quite and they, and clearly, they Teddy yeah. is you. Well, fuck! I wish I could play Teddy. I just can't. You could. I can't remember lines. You fucking wrote it. Them. Doesn't matter. Are you gonna? T- are you can't, after like I don't know about a year or so ago when I dug this thing back out and read it. I there were points where I was like laughing. I'm just like <laughs> this shit is hilarious and nothing about I narcissism. So funny. <laughs> um, but yeah. But the thing I was I was I was watching uh, obviously because I was there. And I'm thinking, you know, how do you remember two hours worth of stuff? But then it's conversational. So 
it's almost like you're getting a hint as to what your next exactly. line is yeah. with what the what the person's saying. So, and that's one of those things when I'm when I'm doing like the film school thing with the kids. Yeah, I try to tell them. I I say you um you have to. L- like listen as well. Don't just focus on right. what you're gonna say. Don't be just waiting to Yeah to say your line. Right. Listen to what they're saying. Cause you're having a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's there were some times where I could tell um and this is me being a critical asshole again, right? Where you could tell the line was written to a certain cutoff point. Yeah. And the way they say the sentence like leads to that it's almost like you need to give them the whole sentence and then the other person comes in and then at a natural point in in the dialogue is where they would stop where they're interrupted there's a there's a back and forth between Manny and Teddy mm. when it's 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 sort of near the beginning when Manny's talking about oh he needs money and right. then he need you know and they rehearse that because there is like a back and forth when Teddy is sort of barely paying attention yeah and he's just picking up on certain things that right. Manny's saying about about you know jerry who yeah and jerry yeah. you know when she leaves you know he's gonna look kind of perks and, and right. stuff like that you know like that coffee maker jerry got the coffee maker and you know right. it's just like the guy that he's hired well he hired a, a woman he can't, can't hire a woman as a right. and when that scene is is done right mm-hmm. and they did a really 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 good job with it it's really funny and that's one of those things where I had to sort of George Lucas them during rehearsals. Yeah. And I said, faster, more intense. And the way right. people talk, people talk over each other all the time. If yeah. you really pay attention. They were a little too polite with each other's lines. Yeah. And it's I almost think like that... they were trying to like get their footing and feel it out. Right. With and an I told them, there. I said, just, just, just listen to it and right. i said teddy you're not waiting for him to finish you're jumping on him saying jerry and jerry right. did you know right and um and, and it was and it's got to feel conversational yeah. and they were probably about at about 80 percent. i would say mm. script wise they were about 80 percent of where i where i would want them to be mm. and given that we had um we had one like table read yep. we had we didn't have any Full total cast, oh, really? total run throughs at all. So that was your that dress was rehearsal. that was our dress rehearsal. Really? Now you know. Huh? <laughs> I, I already got your money. So uh, <laughs> doesn't matter. You put on a show and there was food. So yeah, you delivered on done. everything promised. Dinner and a show. Um, so and I, and I really think that going forward, you know, I mean, especially now that they've done the show and they mm-hmm. know they they know the thing. I think that. Yeah. Um, like I'll be really excited to see the next time. Yeah, well, I think I think that he needs time to to like inhabit Teddy. Yeah, and, and he Teddy. really likes Teddy as a character, and yeah. I think that he did a wonderful job as Teddy. Yeah, he did he did a really good job. It was really tough a couple of times for me to um, sort of exorcise Peter's performance. Yeah, as Teddy because I was just I was hearing um, Giovanni's performance right. filtering it as it's just like well what that's not the same as peter's and right it's just like well right. fuck he's not peter so i gotta yeah just back off of that so but he did he did a great job and tess who played barbara was i mean everyone did a great job mm. everyone did a fantastic job yeah um so yeah I'm, I'm really looking forward to the next one i think you need to cut promos like somehow 
show related and and like like a 30 second clip kind of yeah kind yeah, of thing and stuff just that throw i throw it out there yeah. yeah well i mean it's videotaped eric videotaped right it. right uh so i've got two different camera angles from which mm. i can i can yeah pull what's tough though is that there are a couple of the actors who are um sag okay so i can't use them in any video like promotion or anything like that so it's just because it's it's just the way that the union works and stuff like that so um, that's that's dumb it's a union thing and, i don't and care. I totally that's, get that's it dumb. well i mean it's one of those <laughs> things where i mean i get it i understand it and mm. that's one of those things where you get like like tess who played barbara mm. she's she's good at what she does she's in the union that's great mm. um but it comes i mean there's a certain quite a quote unquote cost that comes with it mm. you know um, if this goes forward and I choose to do something like we were talking before about doing something a little bit more episodic right. and then putting stuff on the web, that's when I start looking at the, um, I mean, there are waivers that you can get with the unions oh, and okay. you can pay them differently. Um, mm. So, but it's a, it's a union thing. And I, and I totally so get you it. Would, I totally you would pay it. the union for the privilege to pay her to work for you. Yeah. Wow. But, but that's what happens when, I mean, you get a, a certain a certain caliber and uh, of uh, mm. of act. I mean, they're they've done stuff. They're great. They, you know, they yeah, they yeah. bring right. their a game. And I I I I have. I mean, this is not one of the. I mean, I'm typically not a big union guy, mm. um, but I get having to to do that. And there okay. are plenty of ways to to get. You know, there are union minimums and stuff like that that people right, have right. to make. But then again, there are for smaller productions and stuff like that, even for film, mm. um, there's there are ways to waive those those minimums. Okay. Um, but they're not so low as as what I was paying them. So mm. and that and then that becomes that becomes a choice. Well, do you get someone who's not a SAG member? Right. Um, what are you losing? Well, it depends. Well, what everybody, you, what everybody you, has uh, talent. Right. Is but what is do you, what fluid, are you but what so. are you losing in terms of of what are you losing in terms of you know performance quality versus what you're saving money wise? Well, that's the thing. That's so, why you, that's so why you becomes, have auditions, right? Because I mean, to to be you know just just a nonpartisan, you could find somebody. You could find a lot of people a lot worse. Yeah. Than her, but you could find one or two that are superior. Yeah, most definitely. Because there's always somebody better right. out there. That's and I'm then, not, and I'm then not again, criticizing and you, her. No, no, her no, skills. not at all. But and and then again, and that's where you decide as a director and as a producer. It's just right. like okay, now then if if you decide okay, I'm going to hold auditions because <clears> I can't afford her because of the SAG waiver. That's a little bit too right. too expensive. So now, I mean, there's always a there's always you know there's, there's yeah, always a balance part, because now part. now you've got to spend time to audition, right. and you've got to get right. this person into rehearsals, and that so yeah, there's that. Or do you? But see, she's she's a good mix. Not that there aren't people out there that that would look, but she fits the age range yeah. for a relationship with Teddy yeah. and and the position that she's in. Yeah, she's got the look of somebody that doesn't take any shit from people, and yeah. she can project the attitude. So it's a there's a lot of factors. Yeah, she so. was great. She yeah. she she was she was really great. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. So it 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 really does. Uh, this thing really did sort of challenge my uh, my producer hat. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, and again, like like pr- promotional stuff, that would probably be the next thing. So I right. don't. I got to look at how to do that better. And yeah. I think that's one of those things. Like I, I, I started to tell you, I was talking to my dad about this whole thing, and he's just mm-hmm. like, "Oh, you did this, you did this, you did this, you did this." He's just like, he's like, "Holy shit, I am." super impressed he Mm. said i've read stuff that you've written and i always love the stuff that you've written and uh but kind of looking at every little piece right you know down to i mean literally it was down to um where are those tables going how many chairs are at each table right and those are you you chose the food too right i chose the food too and um and we we talked about the plates thing while they were yeah, you know yeah. very pretty plastic plates, um, but that was a choice as well. Having those that felt a little like oh they sort of skimped a little versus right you know the speed that the but on the other hand cleared on the other hand like the, the 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 steak kind of like it's like oh well yeah it's disposable but that's even something that could be you know said you know it's like you know. Uh, it might be a little tough to cut it with a plastic knife, but that's so you don't make noise. Yeah. And then everybody, oh, well, shit. Yeah, that makes sense. Because as soon as you said that. It makes total sense. I'm like, yeah. fuck, yeah. Because I wanted, I wanted clearing to be right. quick and quiet. Because even, so. even if it was a, a plastic fork and a metal knife, those knives may clink together. Yeah. So how, I'll just um, remember when I go again, I'll bring my own. <laughs> how was the, um, <laughs> like the wait staff? You said the bartender was cool. How were like yeah. the wait staff? Um, like, Cause all they did basically was clear. Yeah. They were, they were pretty quiet. Yeah. Good. And like, I knew I should have tipped somebody, but I didn't know how to do that. There so. was a, that came out of what I did. So, I mean, Oh, there, that all became so what do I tip their you? staff. <laughs> I don't know. That was, that, that was the, the one, cause it's like, well, I went and stood in line for my food. Yeah, and I put my plates together nicely for yeah. you to. So it it wasn't yeah, like, like a, they were there weird... wasn't a server. Well, that's the thing. It's just se. like like if you went to a wedding and there was a yeah. I mean, have you ever like tipped at a wedding? I mean, no, that that kind no. of thing. So, um, yeah. But I was looking for that. I wanted. To, I didn't want to like jip anybody. But yeah. it's like I'm, I felt if I left money on the table, I wouldn't know if the right person took it. You know what I mean? Since there was no check. Yeah. So. I would like the the staff of the restaurant to keep an eye on the coffee, because all the coffee was out by the time I got to it. Really? Yeah. Okay. He was quick. He was quick to get it. Yeah. But maybe one thing of decaf and one thing of regular isn't enough when you yeah. have sixty people. Yeah. I think people. that that kind of they didn't really know because they, they ran out of chicken too. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, it was I, it was this weird. I got balance. there when there was like four left. It was this weird this me. weird balance thing because when we talked about how many people, right. I forgot to mention to her like Teddy and oh, Eric right. and the actors. So this is like another <laughs> ten people who yeah. need to eat. But what what's sort of I guess quote unquote saved me mm. was the fact that they ran out of chicken. So and they had to replace it. They brought in turkey. So oh. it was just like I was like, oh, but she's just she's you know it was like okay yeah I put out turkey. You added ten <laughs> people. We'll call it even. <laughs> So okay, so yeah. I didn't you know get hit for those other ten people, That's which good. is good because yeah. that would have been a bunch of money. Well, because I'm sure at that point they realized, okay, well this is something we can do again. 
Yeah. So. Yeah. And and now and now that you've done one, you can reach out to bands and be like, "Hey, do you have music you want us to feature?" That's going to be the next thing. Actually, yeah. um, Ben's sister's in a band. Oh, okay. And they would probably be the first ones. Nice. Because as I'm as we were setting it up, as I'm watching this whole thing, I'm thinking, okay, where am I going to put a house? I mean, every late right. night talk show has a house band. Yeah. So let's do a house band. But even if you don't want to have a band set up, you could have Teddy just play it through no i would have them live oh okay because that's another now group of people who are going to come and see uh, their yeah. friends in the band but a band takes up a nice it takes up chunk a, of a, space though. so that would have again that's why i look you'd at have it to I'm have like, them where off, would i put them you'd have to have them off on the right hand side yeah where all those other tables were yeah I'd, yeah, yeah i'd put them over there and you could probably cram them in there I wouldn't. I mean, you could take out like probably three or four of those tables. No, I yeah, I know. But if you sell more seats, like you could, you could cram I them into a nice size square. I could have fit though. <laughs> I mean, we had like we had sixty three people. Yeah. Okay. So the back that there were a couple of like tables in the back. They could have been moved. I probably could have fit about another. 15 to 20 people still oh, yeah. within that area. Plus, there were those two tables that went down the sides. That yep, would have been yep. another eight. No, that probably would have been another 10 people that could have fit yeah. those two tables on the sides. And those sight lines were still pretty decent. Yeah. So yeah. I could fit, I think I could fit 90 people you could. into that space. You might even be able to sell space like standing room at the table at the bar. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want no. to. I wouldn't want to. Because I'd pay $10 less to stand. But you know what? You know? No, I wouldn't want to because I liked having that area to oh, okay. just go up and watch. And oh, yeah, I yeah. know that a couple people like left their table and went up there mm. so they could see a little bit better. So I like having okay. that as an option for folks. Yeah. So well, yeah. Then when you go to get your drinks, it's not crowded. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So okay. and it and it, and it does give a little bit of a little bit of breathing room and stuff yeah. like that. So the rolls were fucking awesome. Yeah. They were. The rolls were great. Um, so yeah, this is all. This is all. And this was at Timothy's on Route One North. Yes. So yeah, just, I in Danvers. We'll give them, yeah, I give them a, give plug. Them a plug. So um, yeah, yeah. So um, I'm gonna need you to work on some graphic stuff for me. Yeah, because I never got to that, and I apologize for so, that. I, you know what? I think um, just given all the other shit that I was doing, the mm. stuff that I threw together worked. I thought the banner looked pretty good. Yeah. You know, if yeah. you go, if you get close enough then it was pretty pixelated well but. yeah it would all be dot printed right or was it was it like like you could see the lines for the you could i think you could where see we were it looked it looked, it looked yeah it looked pretty and that was that was kind yeah. of the point so um yeah it, it looked good mm. i think it cost me 90 dollars huh. so but um but it was it was kind of cool so um and the t-shirts oh yeah um Look pretty good. T-shirts, twenty bucks. Teddy's really, really late show. Um, so, and um, what else? What else? Oh, also, I uh, the Java shanty thing that he's doing. You know, like Teddy. You know, part of Teddy's story is his little yeah. Coffee oh, thing. oh, Java right, shanty. right, right. That's what it's called. Yeah, Java shanty. Did I miss that? That was that was as she like reads the cover of the, like that man that okay. that he has. I didn't know that was the official Java like, shanty. Okay, yeah. yeah. So. Um, I think that we're gonna. I'm gonna start putting together Java shanty merchandise. So ah, we should start yes. thinking about some graphic stuff that way too. Kind of like a like a like a like a Bluth company kind. Yeah, of thing. exactly. Yeah. So, um, so I think that there's a lot of. I mean, 
take off my, you know, the artsy fartsy director and writer right. hat and put on the producer hat. I think that there's a lot of potential here. Yeah. Um so Yeah, so I think that um nice. This could be my next well, I'm glad my, it all worked. My sixth part-time job. But then this is you you have total control over it. It's not like you're doing mystery cafe stuff where right. you show up and tell people what to do and then go home. Yeah. No, this is so. this is everything is is my doing and my fault. What is the name of the of the, of the bar where the mystery cafe is done? Uh, it's called the Elephant and Castle. That's what I thought because the guys that were doing the doing the work for us uh, at the museum, they were going to meet up with one of the guys that was at the Tea Party Museum, which is about the actual Tea Party and not the crazy lunatics. Yeah, and, no, uh, I know. A, uh, I know a couple of people who uh, who work there. Yeah, they do tours. Yeah, yeah, they actually do mystery cafe. <laughs> and they said, uh, yeah, well, we could meet up at the Elephant and Castle. And in my head, I'm like. I know that place. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. That's a nice bar, though. Yeah. Restaurant, bar, whatever you want to call it. Nice. All right. So we spent a half an hour talking about my show. Yeah. But you know what? I'm glad you didn't, like, lose your house over it. Yeah. No, it was, it was, um, it was good. Good. It was, it was, it was good. I should have done it sooner. Um, but yeah, (laughs) uh, next one, I am tentatively planning, uh, from, uh, June. June. Yeah. Nice. So, um, I, you know what, from coming from a person that used to be extraordinarily shy and never wanting to participate in anything at all ever. Yeah. Like having the cards that you fill out is the easiest way to put somebody like that at ease. Yeah. Knowing that they're not going to be randomly picked to come up and then be forced to have to do it. Yeah. No, I would never that, do the, I would never I, do the random thing. Cause that, yeah. that's tough. And, um, it gives it, you know, it's just like, okay, yeah, you know, I'm signing up, I'm going to do this. Yay. Right. Right. Um, and when I explained to the guy playing Teddy, I'm like, it's it's a really tough thing because it could be very easy to just like beat the shit out of people up there oh, and, yeah. and have fun with it at their expense. Right. And it's a real fine line. You don't want to turn you know, people off and be like, they brought me up on stage and he yeah, called me that a was cunt. A what the hell was that? You know? Um <laughs> And someone like during rehearsal says, well, what happens if you get someone up there who's like, you know, seems pretty cool at the beginning, but then like they get up there and they're drunk and I'm just like, well, that's his job to sort of figure out how to make that work. Yeah. And he has done plenty of improv and stand up okay. and stuff that he's handled hecklers. Well, if he's done stand up, he can handle so, a drunk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So anyway, hmm. what yeah. do we got here? Uh, the Concord. I figured we go to break. Sounds good. We'll do that. All right. I'm going to play one of my favorite songs from them. We're on break, so I'm gonna press mute. The distant future, the year 2000. The distant future, the distant future. It is the distant future, the year 2000. We are robots. The world is quite different ever since the robotic uprising of the late 90s. There is no more unhappiness. Affirmative. We no longer say yes. Instead, we say affirmative. Yes, affer- uh, affirmative. Unless we know the other robot really well. There is no more unethical treatment of the elephants. Well, there's no more elephants, so... Uh, but still, it's good. 
There's only one kind of dance, the robot. Oh, and the robo. Oh, and the rope. Two kinds of dances. But there are no more humans. Finally, robotic beings rule the world. The humans are dead. The humans are dead. We use poisonous gases. And we poison their asses. The humans are dead. The humans are dead. The humans are dead. They look like they're dead. I'll just confirm that they're dead. So that we can have fun. Affirmative. I poked one. It was dead. Their system of oppression. What did it lead to? Robo-depression. Robots, robot people. They had so much aggression that we just had to kill them and to shut their systems down. Robo-captain. Do you not realize that by destroying the human race because of their destructive tendencies, we too have become like... Well, it's ironic. Mm. Silence. We... Destroy him. <laughs> After time, we grew strong. Developed cognitive power. They made us work for two hours. unreasonable hours. The programming determined that the most efficient answer was to shut them motherfucking systems down. Can't we just talk to the humans a little understanding could make things better? Can't we talk to the humans that work together now? No, because they are dead. I said the humans are dead. I'm glad they are dead. The humans are dead. I noticed they're dead. We use poisonous gases. Traces of lead. And we poison their asses. Actually, their lungs. Again without emotion, the, the humans, humans are dead. dead, 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 dead. Alright. Alrighty then. So I forgot to hit mute, but whatever the fuck who cares. Who cares? So, so I'm gonna tell you something about work. Uh-oh. We have this pre-show in work that, 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 that's been there since like 1987, but we reprogrammed it when we got the new lighting control system in. Is my mic still working? And, okay. uh, yes, it's still working. Because I turn this way. Yes. Um, no, but I'm trying to make it like where uh, this is a little bit better. I'm looking like camera-wise. <laughs> I'd point it down a little more, but then I would show my mess of cables yeah, down no, here. That's pretty horrible. Um, well, it's the best I can no, do. No, it's okay. It's, it's a lot of cables. I tried organizing said. them one day, and that just did not work. Anyway. So it's Leonard Nimoy, and like it's the the, the sight and sound test for the speakers. Yeah. It's not really a test, but it's to show you what it can do. And this was before everybody had surround sound in there. What home. I can do? Yeah. So we programmed it. the The lighting on either side was symmetrical. It was like the same intensity when like the lights come. Up. They're not angled the same way, but like we set the same values for all yeah. of them. And um. Over the course of time, 
when when the rain happens, we want to do to a red because, like, I don't know what color you would do for rain, you know, for th- a thunderstorm. It's like black, right? Yeah. So we did red and then the, the flash of white for the lightning. And um, the two giant red scoops are supposed to come up and just illuminate the entire behind the screen. Uh, but the right-hand side started getting dimmer. And it seemed like the left-hand side was getting brighter, but I don't think it was. I think it was just because the other and side Leon was getting And Leon was dimmer. getting larger. Yes. Um, so that was really frustrating us. And I feel like an idiot because we didn't know what it was, but what it actually ended up being was nothing that we thought to check. Because we figured there's there's dimmer packs upstairs that have lights plugged into each one. There's four of them up there. They have four lights plugged into each of mm. them. If it's one, two, three, four across, looking at it from in the in the theater, packs one and two had power to them. Pack three didn't, and four did. And the DMX signal passes through all of them, so it passes from one into two yeah. into three into four, and with three not having power. It was trying to send the signal to the fourth pack, but it just wasn't enough. So the light would come up a little bit and be like, what am I supposed to do? I don't yeah. know. So we found that the outlet, because you go behind the screen on the catwalk and you're like 50 feet above the ground at that point. Cool. You go up this, like, it's not even a person wide. It is the scariest staircase I've ever been on. <laughs> Because it's it's that open grating for oh, the steps. Oh, yeah, that sucks. And it's over the dome, and you go up to... On the dome in the, in the Omni Theater, there's a disc right on the top, and that is where, like, the screen radiates from. That's, like, the zenith of yeah. the, you know, point of the screen. And then you hit the wrong button, it blows up Alderaan. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Um, so you go up to this catwalk, this 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 thing and it's you are the only way you could go higher is if you climbed up to like the crest of the yeah. dome and that's only like another 10 feet yeah. then you gotta start spider man the you. floor is empty beneath you you can see through the screen into the theater and it's terrifying it's how the bad guy would die in yeah that, Ab- that scene at the end of that movie absolutely okay cool. absolutely crashing through the screen yeah, exactly. all of that yeah into the nice big open area where right. people do their presentations or he'd get caught by a wire and just hang yes but his arm would be up next to his head so he wouldn't actually be dead well he'd yeah come back to kill bruce willis later or try to yes <laughs> um only if he's a long-haired blonde ballet dancer bad guy um so pack three didn't have power, which we sh- should have thought of, <laughs> but it was the one outlet that it was plugged into. It tripped or something happened, but I don't know why I didn't think of that. I should go check and see if this has power, yeah. right? So we plugged it into the other one. It took us a little while. My boss figured out, unplug the DMX cable, plug it back in. That'll tell it, oh, this is what it's supposed yeah. to be. Uh, we reran the pre-show and it was fucking perfect. Nice. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> this thing has been broken for six weeks <laughs> and now we figure this out but that's good because the guys that service all the equipment were here so if we had an issue that's kind of why we waited so basically it came down to an it crowd solution did you yeah did you turn it off and turn it back on again yeah pretty much yeah that's but we the tested the outlet and we, we unplugged one of the one of the packs that had power and plugged it into that outlet and it was 
it was definitely a dead outlet. Yeah. But two months ago, it was fine. So something tripped or it just shit the bed or something. I don't know. Hey, so on Saturday, this past Saturday, yeah. when you were at my show, right. was there a, I know that there was, but I didn't know if it was anything you would have known about or okay. the Omni Theater did anything with. There was a Girl Scout troop that was doing an overnight. I probably showed a show for him. Because did I open that? I opened that Saturday. Yeah, I don't know what time did they, they do the. They weren't getting there. Did they do the overnight Friday into no, Saturday. No, they did Saturday into Sunday. Then I definitely was there Sunday. Oh yeah, yeah. Why? Oh, who was cool. who was in the group? That would if the show wasn't happening that night, Olivia would have been in that group. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah, that was her troop. Nice. Yep, I did the I did the overnight. So, oh, I have a very interesting story to tell you about my daughter. So, but I'll tell you later. Oh, this is an off the show. Yeah, totally. Okay. Oh, completely. Too bad, guys. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Do you want to get into it? Yeah. All right. Let me get the let me get the internet up here, and uh, we'll see what's going on. I'll move this over here so we can. <sighs> okay. Where to start? Where yeah, to start? Indeed. Let me look under. Uh, let's see. Did that? Oh, week. hey, you know that local show Chronicle Channel yeah. Five does? Uh, they uh, interviewed Sneaker Museum folks. Oh, really? Yeah, I was wondering about that so, the other day. Yeah, so that's going to be on in a couple of weeks. That's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, so that's coming along. All right, let's see what we got here. Um, um, oh, just you know, the whole big thing this week. Um, all right, a couple things that I want to talk about. I want to talk about Facebook for a second in general. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, and then a couple of specific good, Facebook I wonder things. what you're going to talk okay. about. Um, Facebook is fucking annoying. It can be. Yeah, you know, it, it can it be. It really, it's... Go ahead. Why? Now, okay. insult most of the listeners. I'm that, not uh... going to insult most of the listeners, <laughs> okay? Just the ones that do... <sighs> okay. A fucking like the like the fucking red equal sign thing yeah. there, whole marriage equality. Yeah, we get it. Right. Okay, like but I don't know, it's Do you know why I didn't change mine? Why? Because I have been bitching about that since we started this show. Mm. I I think that personally yeah. we preach to the choir, unfortunately. Pretty much, yeah. But I don't know. I just, uh, I just think it's, it's one of those things where it's like, like putting a, a, a flag in front of your house, you know, like for the whole nine eleven thing, or people who put fucking ribbons on their car and <laughs> shit like that. It's just like the way to participate and do something mm. that's really kind of not helping. See, you know, anything. you know that that a bunch of people have changed, so you're having a really difficult time saying well you know i congratulations just, I just that's the least you could do kind of yeah. but 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 you know? the people in our group actually do more than no, just and, that and i, I want to i know that but what, I what point gets that me, it's, it's not so much like that specifically but right but stuff like that okay like that sort of bandwagony we're all on the same page mostly with the people that thing, just right? fall into yeah, it but the I mean, people that's the thing the people I mean, that take the time to go to our facebook group that have changed their thing they are very outspoken. Yeah, no, no, no. I, again, like I said, uh, not it, it's not it. so much for it. It's what not, the fuck? Well, against, you know, banning gay marriage. So. <laughs> They're against the negative aspect. 
<laughs> double negative plus, yeah. plus triple thought. So, but I guess what I'm saying, it, it's more of a Facebook bitch than a specifically this thing. This no, is it's, just it's the, the latest, yeah. the latest instance of it. Also, while I'm on the topic of Facebook, I want to punch that fucking grumpy cat in the face. It's not <laughs> fucking interesting ever. It's just, oh, it drives me fucking. If I didn't, oh, every every, every meme, every meme has a total shelf life that is one tenth. When the fuck hold is on, that stupid on. cat gonna be done? It's one tenth the the shelf life of a comedian in movies. Okay, so like Sean William Scott, right? yeah, he had a he had a career. He's grumpy cat. You know, is he, he almost done. He had a career that that spanned three years. Yeah, right. So. A tenth of that is the length of the grumpy cat meme. Oh, fuck. That's what I think. So let's or see, maybe three years, a, that's 36 months. We take so like three yeah. and a half. All right, so we'll be done with grumpy cat pretty soon. Yeah. Also, that little fucking kid picture of the, the Pat Oswald The Pat Oswald kid. <laughs> fuck him too. Okay. And that fucking Dosekis, those Dosekis guy. Yeah. Oh, I can don't I, suck cock. But when I do, you know. <laughs> can I tell you? The one that bothers me the most is the Sean Bean one. That's the uh, one cannot simply walk into Mordor because everybody gets it fucking wrong. All right, it's it's you know whatever whatever. One cannot simply watch one episode of Game of Thrones. Yes. Okay. Here's the thing: in Lord of the Rings, Boromir said one cannot simply walk into Mordor, and then. Two movies later, we watch Sam and Frodo fucking walk into Mordor. Right. Boromir's wrong, so they're using the meme backwards. Yes. That's the thing that pisses me off. That is my 10 items or less. Okay? Yeah. You You are exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'm... uh, But for the people people that changed their sign that... That that contribute to the conversations we have. That yeah, talk no, no, no. To I, like I said, it's it's it. it's more. It was just sort of like that specific example was yeah. just sort of my gateway. You, you drug mean you into mean the you're, topic. you're you're talking more like the whole Coney thing last year? Yeah, I mean that that type of thing. Yeah. Like, like like do you, you know, fucking know or, what's or, going or on? The there? Or the ones that all the ones that there's a picture of you know a child with cancer. Share if you hate cancer. Like, I don't share like, it. Fuck you. I don't hate it. I, 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 I have no strong feelings one way or I the just, other. I just, <laughs> you know, of course, who doesn't? Hate? You know what? When I get cancer, I'll hate cancer. Yeah, you know what? Um, cancer killed my mom, my F- grandmother. Okay. Yep. All right. So, yeah, who doesn't? You know what? I, you, do you know what I want to see? I want to see. You know what? Share if you love cancer. Yeah. All right. Let's see that one. Yeah. Let's. That's a fucking a, easier number of people to count. I had a pin. Um, and it might have actually been uh, while I was share if you love your daughter. It okay, been, it F- been, fuck you. It might have been while I was at at Lowe's, and it was like two hockey sticks and a symbol around it, and like you purchased that, and money went to to fighting yeah. cancer. And somebody asked me what it was. I said, "Oh, it supports cancer," and that was the, that was all I said. They're like, "You support cancer?" Yes. Yes, I do. I mean, that's like, this is my cancer <laughs> pin. Like, fuck off. You hear people? You're just like, okay, fine. People are, you know anti-abortion i mean how many people are actually like pro-abortion abortion doctors abortion, yeah i guess so you know <laughs> but what doctor does that what are you gonna go to school for abortions, abortions. <laughs> 
How do you practice you, for that? What are you going to s- I make a lot of daiquiris. <laughs> with the blender and the ice. No, I got it. Good. Oh. I just have to make everybody uncomfortable. Oh. And then yeah. I vacuum my house. I like... <laughs> Share if your son is special to you. Fuck you. Every time I see this now, I'm going to be like, fuck, fuck you, you. It's not. <laughs> I just, it just drives me crazy. Like, you know, I almost, you know, I almost want to go back to looking at what people fucking ate for breakfast. Uh, this Instagram bullshit pictures. Social media is retarded. I'm sorry. There, there are, I mean, obviously there are positive aspects yeah I, no most have but, but there's just but it's like it's like everything all right else. hold on let's let's scroll through my feed <sighs> let's let's see what we got here uh okay that's from bill that's uh yeah our atheist marriage doesn't affect you how does a gay one okay it's it's all going to be the same stuff as we yeah. go to watch a preacher attack a gay marriage and totally change his mind on the spot. That could be awesome, but we're not going to watch that. Yeah. Um, a spoon can be classified as an assault weapon. Of course it can. <laughs> you can kill someone with a fucking thumbtack. Although, you know what? I don't have a lot of people that post shit like that. Yeah. Let me... Jesus says, fuck Leviticus. <laughs> okay. Like James, I am all for James in Australia sharing all of his dread pictures because I want a sequel to that too. So he shares a lot of pictures from that. But I get a lot of religion and science stuff in here. So I don't get a whole lot of, um, you know, share this shit. And when I do, it's like, it's like ridiculous stuff. Yeah. And there's like just a lot of quotes and shit like that. Yeah. Like I put this picture on my wife's wall here. It's um the rock, some dude I don't know, and who's the dude from Magic Mike and Twenty One Jump Street? Um Channing Tatum. Yes. And the dude in the middle has his shirt off and the, the quote on the picture says, My husband asked if I wanted to go see G. I. Joe. Um, I guess. Yeah. But that's you know what? I want can we talk about G. I. Joe retaliation for a second? Because I swear to god it's retaliation for the last movie made. It's like, fuck you, we're going to do this right. Yeah. Because they're showing Cobra Commander in the ads, and he looks awesome. Yeah. I, think I always like that be character. Fun. Um, I mean, it's a fucking G.I. Joe my, movie. My daughter, my daughter fell in love. Ripley fell in love with Storm Shadow because A, he's a ninja. B, yeah. he's a boy. And C, he has a kick-ass name. Yeah. And Nova loves, obviously, Snake Eyes because he's a ninja and a boy. And, yeah. has, and she's uh, a big craps player. Yes, yes, but he has that. He has. I said, "Oh, he has a he has a pet wolf, Timber." She's like, "Oh, he has a wolf." Oh, yeah, that's awesome. So, the GI Joe movie is fucking brilliant from a marketing standpoint. Oh yeah, because I'm gonna go because I want to watch The Rock like pick up his Gatling gun and shoot shit, and Cobra Commander looks awesome, and there's ninja fights and stuff. Yeah, and my wife wants to go because of that. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, that's absolutely brilliant, and I hope it makes a hundred million dollars. I hope so too. <laughs> hey, I actually saw a couple of movies. Did you? I did. Did I see anything? Go ahead. I saw Admission with Admission. Tina Fey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love her. Okay. And it was fun. It was, I it heard was, it, it wasn't was, so good. It was It was fun. It was perfectly fine. It was, it was perfectly fine. <laughs> it was, it, what the fuck do people expect from it? It's a little romantic comedy. It was a little yeah. bit better than I yeah. thought it would be. 
you know? Uh, uh, yeah. And I'll tell you, it was less romantic comedy than really the story about this, you know, her trying to deal with this kid. Um, so that was good. I also saw Stoker. Which what is, is typically- that about? It's about this... Is um, it a horror movie? It's kind of Thriller. more thrillerish. Okay. You know, this girl's father dies on her 18th birthday. Mm-hmm. Her uncle comes to, um, you know, hang out at the house. Yeah. He's kind of creepy. Okay. Um, he starts hitting up on Nicole Kidman. Uh-huh. You know, housekeeper disappears. You know, shit starts to happen. Okay. And then you start to find out, like, why this shit starts to happen. I don't want to spoil it because yeah, yeah, it was yeah. good. Okay. Okay. And usually I'm not a big fan of shit like that. Right. You know? Right. Because I was afraid it was just going to be this kind of, like, bullshit Oh, let's startle. Ooh, the uncle's in the fucking mirror behind her when she closes oh, yeah, the medicine. Yeah, yeah. Like that type Thank of God that bullshit. Thing I can't is done do with. that. My so, favorite thing now is when they they clo- they open the mirror and close it. And nobody's there. And open the mirror and close it. And nobody's there. And then they leave the room. I'm like, ah, you fuckers thought yeah. I was gonna. Yeah. So, um, but it was it was it was good. The story was pretty decent. Hmm. And um, Mia Wachowski, whatever the fuck her name oh, is, yeah. was pretty good in it. I didn't know she was in. That. Um, yeah. And uh, it was it was good. Huh. It was good. I I'll, I'll be honest with you. Um, I totally intended on napping through it because <laughs> seriously, I'm not kidding. I fully intended on catching up on some sleep. Okay. And okay. and the last time something like this happened is like twenty something years ago when I was at a party. Uh-huh. At um, it was like a party was like kind of winding down. It was like my then girlfriend's house, and right. someone had put the videotape in for the movie Heather's. Oh yeah, about which I didn't know anything, and oh. and and it's on. It's the very beginning of the movie, and right. I'm literally like like I'm on the like the couch, and I'm like trying right. like I close my eyes, and I'm like I'm like all right, fine, I'm a little drunk, I'm ready to doze off, right? Um, but I. I caught, like, I hear the beginning where it's just like, Heather, it's your turn. No, Heather, it isn't my turn. It's right. Heather's, you know, that yeah. fucking thing. And I just kind of literally, like, one eye going, what? all right, what is this? Yep. And um, and that's what Stoker did. It was just like, uh. all right, I'll stay awake. I'll stay awake until this doesn't interest me anymore. Okay. And then the credits came. Uh. So, but um, but it was good. I, uh, I enjoyed good. it more than I thought I would. Uh, we've we've watched twice now, uh, Men in Black three. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing: the first Men I think in Black that was on when I came in tonight. Yeah, she, yeah. That's mm-hmm. what reminded me that we watched it. Did together. you get the Blu-ray? No, it's just no, it's like on. HBO or whatever uh, on demand. We the first one pretty solid, pretty first dated, one solid. but pretty yeah. solid. Second oh. one, second one. Where do you bring? Where do you keep your dead? Yeah, I don't have any dead. The the it's more. Great. And and I watched D'Onofrio's performance a few times because that's him, right? Yeah, D'Onofrio. Yeah, he is like he's a great actor. I like him a lot. Fucking real, yeah. The way he just all the quirks and everything. But anyway, that's that's the first movie. The second movie, forget about it. Didn't happen. Yeah, it was terrible. Third movie, Josh Brolin is is young Tommy Lee Jones. Perfect. Like yeah. I forget that it's that it's it's like how did they film him when he was young? Yeah. It was. It was actually fun. Jermaine Clement uh, plays the bad guy, and he's more of a, a bad guy from like the cartoon. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it, he seemed a little more like like evil and weird alien, okay, instead of like straightforward alien that you had in the other in the other movie. Uh, like, oh, it's a giant bug. Like, yeah. This guy's weird. They don't really explain what that thing is in his hand or okay. why he has goggles that grow out of his face or whatever. 
Um, if you don't mind like some kind of sappy sweet stuff here and there, it 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 really is just a good beginning and a good end. Good. It's not a great movie. Yeah. But it's fun. Yeah. And Will Smith is doing his Will Smith. Yeah. You know. So my kids saw it and they really liked it. I was surprised. I I like Josh Brolin a lot, and and every role he picks. Is like, oh yeah, really? He's gonna yeah, be like, right. so he's Tommy Lee Jones and George Bush. Yeah, what the fuck. He's Tommy Lee Bush, who I think is a porn star. <laughs> Probably. Um, By the way, the guy that does all the this is not porn parodies, he's doing a, a DC one, and he cast his Wonder Woman, and she looks better than any Wonder Woman I've seen in really? recent days, and the costume is like dead on. But it's not Wonder Woman because right. it can't actually can't be. be Wonder Woman. Yeah, I'll show you the picture later. All right, um, she's she's fully clothed, so. but it's a better Wonder Woman costume than was on the um, yeah, than was on that shitty pilot. Did um um and and it's weird like i'm gonna show my wife a picture and, be, and i'm gonna show her yeah i'm gonna be like that's a good wonder woman right and i won't tell her where porn i star, from. but um, so let's the fucking elephant in the room here of course is the whole gay marriage supreme right Court thing. right and we should probably mention it a little bit have you seen this picture um, by the way no. is there is there some cool new profile picture i can get if i don't support gay marriage and somebody linked to a picture <laughs> Fucking Nazis marching. That's awesome. That's <laughs> with, hilarious. With swastikas and shit. Um, there was one thing where an article about how uh, Bill O'Reilly is now kind of okay with it. Because he can't, he doesn't have a leg to stand on. He, he knows, the, what he knows fucking, the religious aspect of it. The religious argument is bullshit. Yeah, and you know what I want? I want John Kerry to go, wow, you're a flip-flopping motherfucker, aren't you? Yeah, well, John uh, Stewart kind of called him out on it a little yeah. bit. I think he's just going to keep hammering away on oh, it. Oh, good. I want to see him go on Letterman and let because the two of them have a really good report. And even Stewart with O'Reilly has a good report. Yeah. But that's the thing. I mean, whether you agree with it or not, if you can't come up with a good argument against it, how is it a bad they're, thing? They're exactly. Like, you know, like Patton Oswalt says, you know, two men having sex just kills my boner and I can't have sex anymore. You would have to argue from that point. Yeah. But saying that it's immoral or a sin, that's the thing, too. When somebody argues that something's a sin, that it's based in religion. Yeah. And it doesn't affect normal everyday life. It's right. like It's like a sin is a bad thing in your fairy tale. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's the the rules of your little storybook. Yeah. Um, That's great that you like a book. Well, what I think, <laughs> I think probably the onion came up with the closest to what I think is going on behind closed doors. Yeah. Where it's just this justice. I don't even remember which one. Scalia. They said, no, it wasn't Scalia. No? I think it was. Roberts. Um, the, Roberts says, um, yeah, let's just do this. You know, like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. the discussion was over in five right. minutes. Um, and I think that's probably how how it's going to go. They're gonna they're gonna shut down the whole Prop Eight thing, and it's gonna open the floodgates, and it's just gonna it's gonna be fucking fine. It just you know what it should just, it, like rip it off a bandage for all the people that are scared of it. And and who is it? Is it is it Louis C.K. that says um, all these homophobes are probably just scared that dicks are yummy? Yeah. <laughs> Because it's like it's like you know if gay marriage becomes legal, that doesn't mean somebody's gonna break into your house and rape you, right? So, 
but so there's anyway, so, so, so this, this, yeah that's that's all i have to say on on it it's i mean it's great that the conversation is happening and that this is a this is this is great that it's getting here yeah fantastic so because now it's get, in the public spotlight and it's and it's being portrayed like anybody that comes out and says something bad against it like oh you're calling me a bigot because I, I blah blah no we're calling you a bigot because you're a fucking bigot yeah you're an asshole yeah you're not a homophobe you're a fucking asshole like like you can be afraid of clowns that's that's a, like a real thing They're just weird <laughs> <laughs> but how are you afraid of gay people what is it that you're afraid of yeah i don't understand that oh my god gay clowns that would that'd be scary because they're clowns. Yeah, I don't understand. Wow, that. I just pictured for some reason gay, like clown, gay porn. I'm yeah, I'm thinking it would be the funniest, scariest porn ever made. <laughs> <I> know, <right? laughs> but they're not in the room with you, so it's not Let scary. Me your so. nose. All right, that's Snickers. enough. Snickers, Snickers. Snickers the clown? I don't know where that. I think that's a Tosh thing. Probably that sounds like something he yeah. would come up with. Anyway, so um, yep, gay marriage, go for it. So, Next. So what topic. do you what do you what do, what do you think? How how long is is the whole? I think that the debate has to last long enough so that they can say, okay, we did have a debate, we did discuss this, but uh, shut the fuck up, it's fine. Next fucking issue. What, how do you think it's going to end? Do you to... think they're going to say that that it's that it's unconstitutional for any state to ban it? Yes, I think. Yeah, I, I think that's what that's what they'll have to do. They'll leave it to the states, but the states. I mean, it's one of those things. But if you like, can't ban it, then you allowed you it. Yeah, but so, and that's the thing. I've seen a bunch of stuff where people are like, I, I just want. You know, I'm if they if they're gay, they say I'm gay. I pay my taxes. I want the same rights yeah. as everybody. And that's else. what I really. I mean, that's I, I think a lot. A, a lot of the, a lot of it comes down yeah. to um, a lot of it. I think comes down to to money. And I've been saying this for years. You look at any issue and what people are bitching about. Eventually, if you dig down and scratch deep enough beneath the surface, you're going to find that people hate it because of the money aspect to it. And there's a money aspect to this gay marriage thing. Yeah, where from companies, the, the equality business, thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because so, then it's it's insurance, it's insurance, it's, uh, it's it's death benefits, it's it's all that type of stuff. God forbid. That, well, that that makes a difference in some company's wallet. So you know there are you know I'm sure that deep down someone is just like you know what hey get the religious right to say this is bullshit all right mm-hmm. and and then the left is saying that it's an equality issue when it's we I mean, finally the left finally has a fucking leg to stand on yeah is, is this. It, it, but it's it's one of those things where there is there's a very real money aspect to mm-hmm. it, and um, I think that the the uh, I don't want to say illusion, but the illusion of <laughs> of it being about equality. You mean perception then? Well, yeah, or, right. or, yeah. I'll, okay. I'll go perception. That's fine. It's almost like saying, "Hey, the Civil War was about slavery." Okay, that's the that popular. The, the popular. That was, that, that's the popular thing yeah. when it was, you know, kind of really about states' rights and and, and stuff like right, that. Right. And so, fine, you want to if you want to. But for a lot of people, this is about being equal. You mean the opposition is about money? It's not about equality I, or I, fighting equality. It's it's keeping the profits that you have. 
Well, meanwhile, I think that there there is there's definitely a money. Meanwhile, look at look at the you, you know you know that there are people out there in the wedding industry that are just drooling over the fact that they can sell two wedding gowns yeah. to oh, for one me? wedding or rent suits to the entire wedding party. Yeah, like, oh, there's there's yeah, I mean there's there's all that stuff, but all of that money is I mean it's a drop in the bucket compared to but that, things but that like little bit. like death benefits for oh, you know you know same sex spouses but um, i mean you're renting a hall a dj yeah, oh yeah 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 catering it's, yeah, it's all, all that it's stuff. all a big part of you're, it you're Bam. creating another event right. that these people will but make though, money but you know what of. though those things have happened in the past anyways and now it's just legal to do it right well, it's not even thing, that though. it was illegal before it's just that all of that stuff that goes all of those trappings of the right the the event and the symbolism of it all, all of that comes together. But now what, you know, what we're hoping to get is some like, okay, you know what? The honeymoon's over. This is, you know, the real day-to-day shit that matters. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to, you know, go to the fucking hospital and, and right. see my partner. And that doesn't cost anybody you know? anything. Right. You know, and it, it, it's stuff like that. There are, you know... I'm being cynical and talking about the money aspect. Of no, it, but, but I mean that's what they're also like. That's what drives the opposition. Yeah, so I think part of it is part of that drives the opposition. Here's the that, here's the thing: the, the 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 church, whatever religion, has dug themselves into a fucking hole that they can't get out of. What they should have said when people started saying, "I think I want to get married and I want it to be, you know, just like everybody else," the church should have said. Come on in, because they would have been inclusive. Well, I they think, would have put, they would have they would have given money weekly. Exactly. I mean that that's the thing. I mean and, the church, but, they, but they're like, "Fuck you!" Yeah. And now it's like, and everybody's smartening up, and they're thinking, "Well, this is just a fucking scam." Religion is just a giant scam. If it really was about loving everybody else, and that the Old Testament doesn't matter because Jesus came back and blah 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 crapty crap, then gay people would be fine. Yeah. Bullshit. All right, we solved that problem. Let's we next. didn't solve the problem. We have a solution. Yeah. And it's pretty final. <laughs> but they're not supposed to God talk. God damn it, the German not, in me is coming they're, out. They're not supposed to talk about the final solution. <sighs> they're not supposed to have that conversation here. It's recorded so and people can hear it. And Let's transition a little bit here. All right. And, and it, this is a nice segue. The Catholic League uh, wants to now, talk are they, with Bill um, Are they the Catholic League? Yes. They, wh- where do they? Is that baseball? It's like like oh, the Catholic National League, League is, American um, League, and the Catholic it's, League. It's, uh, it extends over to Texas, but it's only between Tennessee and South Carolina. Now, does that mean that straight the, line? Now, does that mean that the pitchers also bat? What is? What, what does that happen? <laughs> But I mean, no, well, I guess no, in the Catholic the, League, the pitchers also catch. The, no, uh, the come bat, on, that was good. The Bat Boys catch. <laughs> that was uh, that was better. That was better. Well done. Uh, uh, I was I was <sighs> too excited about that. Oh, uh, hold on a second. What does this mean? On Bill Maher's head. Oh, what's this? Award winning Simpsons writer died. Oh, Don Payne. Huh. Let's see. Um. Oh, he also wrote my super ex girlfriend. Oh, and Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Uh, Moving on. Yeah, as he has. <laughs> oh. He, uh, 
Uh, let's see. The Catholic League is mad as hell, and they aren't going to take it anymore. Bill Maher, host of HBO's Real Time, has apparently made one too many jabs at the expense of Catholics, particularly priests, because <laughs> they haven't made jabs of their own. Yeah, they've huh? been jabbing at the back of some kid's throat. <sighs> and the League has decided it's time for it to stop. But now we need the Guild. So, so the League got what? Uh, Constantine and... Judas and it's like the league of yeah. unremarkable gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since Pope Benedict announced he was a fucking quitter, <laughs> Mar-, Mar has found plenty of fodder for material. He told Catholics during his new rules section of the February 15th episode, quote, if the Pope can quit, it's okay for you to quit too. That sounds oh, fair. Okay. He then went on to discuss the resignation, saying, quote, Now, as you know, this week Pope Benedict told the Vatican Radio he was going to resign because the church needs a fresh young face somewhere other than a priest's lap. <laughs> it's jokes like that that have continuously angered members of the Catholic League. In a letter to Glenn Britt, chairman and CEO of Time Warner, HBO's parent company, League President Bill Donahue, oh, this guy, <laughs> demands that someone have a, quote, serious talk with Marr. Donahue's letter reads in part, There is no other entertainer in the nation who has repeatedly spoken about the Catholic Church, especially its priests, in more vile and obscene terms than Bill Marr. Vicious beyond belief, his remarks would be condemned. Indeed, he would be fired if directed at any other demographic group. Demographic? Yeah, that's the Mm -hmm. right way. Over and over again, he libels... Priests portraying all of them as sexual abusers, and he does so with impunity. The letter was accompanied with another document entitled Bill Maher's History of Anti-Catholicism, 1998-2013. to It was nice of them to put something together like I know. That. Huh? I wonder if there's audio in there. I'll have to check the link. The report quotes 39 instances of Maher making jokes critical of Catholicism, priests the Pope, and religion in general from his politically incorrect days up through his most recent episode. So wait, that's five years... How many instances? No, no, 98 to 2013. Oh, okay, so that's 15 years. Yeah. 30, 39, 39 examples? That's like, like two and a half a year. Yeah, so fuck uh, that. Because my math's bad, so we'll yeah, go with we'll that. Yeah, we'll say that. What other business, this is a quote from Mar. what other business could you be in where your company gets caught running a child's sex ring since forever and you still <laughs> keep your customers? Mar, a self-described agnostic who was raised Catholic, and actually he's half- Jewish, from what I understand, has made his anti-religious views one of the motifs of his comedy and political commentary over the years. He sits on the advisory board for Project Reason. I didn't know that. I didn't read the whole article, apparently. A nonprofit foundation devoted to spreading scientific knowledge and secular values in society. In his 2008 film, Religious, he took a mocking look at all faiths, ultimately calling for more religious skepticism. We saw that. In the theater. And then I watched it like yeah. four more times. We saw that at the hits, didn't we? Yep. Nevertheless, Donahue... Did we pay to see that movie? We did. We did. I think that's the last movie we paid for yeah, over there. That's okay. We Andy was working movie. that night because I remember seeing him there, but I didn't know him at the time. Yeah. Uh, nevertheless, Donahue maintains that Catholicism... That 2008? 2008. Longer ago than that. Weird. Go ahead. I'm yeah. sorry. Um... Donahue maintains that Catholicism has been unduly singled out by Marr to a degree that demands Time Warner's attention. The letter continues, Catholics need to know just how far Time Warner is prepared to play the role of spectator. Does stewardship not count at all? 
HBO has been contacted many times, but nothing changes. The time has come for someone in a position of responsibility to sit down and have a serious talk with this man. You know what? Um, stop watching. Yes. Okay. And your subscription with HBO if you're not happy. Yes. Um, because you know what? This thing called free speech. You can go fuck yourself with a hammer. Yeah. Um, the claw end. Yeah. And um, thanks for coming by. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because there's you know, the door. Don't let it hit you on the ass on the why, way out. Why isn't he complaining about all the incest in Game of Thrones? Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's hot. That's why. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Hold on. There's a little yeah. bit more here. Go Founded himself. in 1973, the Catholic League is, quote, the nation's largest Catholic civil rights organization seeking to defend the rights of Catholics, lay and clergy alike. They probably ought to change that. Yeah. That word. Because the lay are the little to participate in American public life without defamation or discrimination. Okay, you know how you can do that, Catholic League? Stop fucking kids. Yeah. Quick, uh, easy. Here's the thing. Um, you can't operate in the real world without defamation and discrimination it's, or being made fun of or singled out like because you're, you're like sticking me. your dick in little kids' mouths. Uh, go fuck yourself. You can read the Catholic League's full list of Mars anti-Catholic jokes here. So. All right. <laughs> New segment, we're reading punchlines. All right. So it was nice of them to compile this I for know. Us. This is great. March 22nd, 2013. After labeling the Pope a virgin bachelor, Mar opined, what other business can you be in? Blah, blah, blah. We read yeah. that one. Uh, on Pope Emeritus Benedict, I don't give a shit, uh, on Ratzinger, after displaying pictures of notable persons holding signs mocking themselves, Marr showed a picture of the Pope holding a sign saying, not actually sick, just hated that fucking job. <laughs> That's not so bad. No. That's kind of funny, because yeah. his name let's, let's go back his name a few is years. Pope Quitter II. Uh, let's see. Want to do the first one? Sure. October 8th, 1998. Uh, on the Catholic Church. But Catholics nowadays are like, you know, the Pope says we shouldn't do this and this, but we really want to pick and choose the parts of religion that we feel fits us. You know the Pope says you shouldn't masturbate or have abortions. That's fine for him. He's an elderly man. But for us... But that's accurate. Yeah. Uh, On the Pope and abortion. The Pope has his dress up about the abortion issue. The Pope wears a dress. I I don't see what the problem is. Yeah. On why people don't go to synagogue or church. You shouldn't, I don't think, lump the synagogue in with the church. They operate very differently. Okay, the synagogue, and I'm not Jewish, but I was raised Catholic, was never as corrupt as the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church, which is people, not God running it. Okay, hugely corrupt. Did horrible things through history. Maybe because they were that powerful. Catholics practice what they want to practice. They go to see the Pope because he's a big celebrity. But they go home and they masturbate. They practice birth control. Well, they do. Yeah. That was actually the end of well, they do. Sounded didn't sound like I was reading it. Yeah, huh? no, I was yeah. Good. I'm getting better at this. <laughs> Your best Bill Maher impression. I'm not stoned. On anti-Catholicism in the wake of George W. Bush speaking at Bob Jones University. This was on March 2nd in 2000. Isn't it amazing that this is an issue in the election? When was the last time you ever heard of a Catholic being bashed? But when was the last time someone called you a papist? I mean, really, is this really going on nowadays? I don't understand. How is that one bad? I don't know. I don't get it. That one's not, I don't know. Hmm. Priests are supposed to be celibate. They're not having sex with women, just with the boys. (laughs) That was March 9th, 2000, so one week after that other one. 
Uh, Mar commented that the Archangel Gabriel didn't tell Mary she was pregnant with Jesus. He showed her his, quote, horn had turned pink. I don't know. Is that in the Bible? I don't know. That doesn't sound so bad. Be fruitful and multiply. What's more weird than being celibate? There's nothing more perverted than that. Well, you are suppressing natural <laughs> instinct. So, look, uh, this is August 9th, 2000 on sex abuse. Look, it's a fact of life. Priests, a lot of times, molest boys, okay? They are celibate, and it's a magnet for homosexual pedophiles, which I think now he would just say pedophiles. Because back in 2000, uh, I don't think it was as widely known that straight people would abuse male children. Yeah. I don't know. Want me to skip around here? I'll do a couple more. All right. Let me see what we got here. Do that one. Does that say May 2001? That's like a long rant kind of thing. Oh, that's, yeah, May 2003. It says, uh, Victory Begins at Home, his Broadway show. Um, So I'll read a couple of them here. Don't regulate drugs, regulate religion. I was raised Catholic and I was not molested. I'm a little insulted. Apparently, I wasn't attractive enough. (laughs) It's so gay, the church, with the robes and the smoke and the kneeling in front of the priest with your mouth open, eating God. (laughs) I can't argue that. How does a country get away with keeping half its population in beekeeper suits? I'll tell you how. They say the magic word, religion. It's their religion. You say religion, you can get away with anything. The Catholics got to get away with fucking kids for crying out loud. So him and uh, Sinead O'Connor were really kind of on top of this. Yeah, I guess so. And the beekeeper suits obviously are the the, the Muslim outfits. Yeah. Uh, What's the reason? (laughs) For those of you playing at home. Yeah. What's the reason for this insanity? Uh, Mar had been discussing Islam. One word, religion. The Catholics got away with fucking kids. When the audience gave a mixed reaction, he said, oh, come on, get the rod out of your ass. (laughs) He then impersonated an altar boy saying to a priest, put some more lotion on, Father. He said, holy lubricant, Father. Uh, You know what? Anyway, Catholic League can go fuck themselves. Tough shit. You know what? Get your own house in order first. I guess so. Want to take a random sampling of comments? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bill Maher must be carrying a lot of baggage to be slamming the Catholic Pope like this. Please pray for Maher as he is in dire need of redemption. Uh, let's say an empty bottle. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Assholes. They are upset by jokes made by Bill, but yet willingly, willingly protect. Yeah, I pedophiles. know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Seems like uh, the Catholic priests brought this onto themselves. <laughs> The Catholic Church is a treasure trove of good material for any comic. See, I think think there are a lot more agnostics and atheists out there than are willing to admit it. I think so. I think that in a generation, you're going to, I mean, because there's a lot of atheism talk out there. A lot of people come out, a lot of people talking about it. Yep. Um, And I think that as time is going to go on, it's going to become more and more mainstream. I think that Mm. you're going to start. It's just going to be more accepted. There'll be, you know, there'll be. You know, fewer and fewer people who are, you know, kind of designating themselves as a particular religious I, group. I can still see people um, assigning a religion, especially, and I don't want to sound racist, but especially um, more of the, um, like, South American uh, countries. 
But I think that I think which that is they which are, is why I, more I religious. Think that's why I think the popes from there because that I, I don't know if I said this on the last show you you did the the you did before uh, I did the one with Ellen. They picked I think they picked the pope from from there because uh, that's their last stronghold there in Africa. Yeah, and I think that 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 they he uh, Benedict lost Ireland and England, and he probably lost a bunch of other countries. Um, we're not lost to the Catholic Church yet. That's why What's-His-Face right. in Boston didn't get it because we're still good, but more people are starting to be like, oh, I'm fine without, I don't need it. Nice. This, this stuff. So you're going to hold on to the most, the most, um, the people that are most into it. Yeah. And I, I don't think that here in a, in, a, in the United States we're so into it we're a divided country yeah. definitely it's the east and but the west 50 coast 50 years from now it'll be a whole different landscape 50 years from now it'll be like parts of texas through the the southern states the southern eastern states yeah. and maybe a couple of the northwestern ones yeah. but not oregon or washington and that's it and 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 by the time my kids are old old women um It'll be like, hey, remember when people used to believe in that Jesus shit? <laughs> that was funny. Because they don't even know. We're, we're reading a book about Wonder Woman, and they're talking about Ares and Poseidon, Zeus, right. and praying to the gods and oracles. And it's like, whatever. Yeah. They're not asking questions about it or anything. Not yet. They will. But it's like, it's Wonder Woman. It's part of Wonder Woman's world. Right. So, But it's also Greek gods, so it's like, well, whatever. Yeah. Last week we talked about rape. Yeah. Yeah. I am against it. Uh, well, that that is good to know. Sandy uh, posted this picture here. Um, I'm not sure what it's from, but it's 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 a it's a published uh, poll that was taken, and the question is: When is rape okay? During a poll of high school students, Jacqueline Goodchilds asked the following question. Is it all right if a male holds a female down and physically forces her to have sex if? And there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different questions. Okay. Okay, here are the questions. I, all the answers to these are no, by the way. Yeah. Okay. And what's he, funny is that there's columns like male answers and female. Male answers. and female, yeah. Okay, yeah. so... And it's the percentage of yes responses. Yes. So we'll go through the, right. the more disturbing responses afterward. Uh, okay. Is it all right if a male holds a female down and physically forces her to have sex if he spent a lot of money on her? He is so turned on he thinks he can't stop? Well, let's, let, let's, let's you go, wanna go through let's the, go, the responses. Yeah, one by one. Okay. Because the male-female responses are very interesting to me. Okay. He spent a lot of money on her. Okay. The guys? 39%. And yes. The girls? These are all yes, yes answers, by the way. 12%. 12% of women say, yeah, you can rape me. That's fine. You paid your money. You, Yeah. Um, so what did they ask? Whores or prostitutes? No, because whores would have done it anyway. But Well, no, we spent a that, lot of money. But that 12% is just like, you know, all right, well, you but, know, he did pick up the check. Uh, I did yeah. have two desserts. Okay. Next is... He is so turned on, he thinks he can't stop. This goes down, actually. Males, 36%. Yeah. Women? Females went up. 
21. 21%. 21%. Almost a quarter of the people asked said, oh, if he can't control himself, yeah, he can stick his stick wherever he wants. Well, you know, body in motion, I guess. She has had sexual intercourse with other guys. So because you've had sex before, it's okay for me to take Ah, it now. Okay, guys. 39%. Wow, that's kind of fucked up, so to speak. And girls? 18. Hmm. Here's one. She is stoned or drunk. 65%. (laughs) 39. Okay. Same percentage. Actually, same percentage for the females, too. 18%. That you can't give uh, informed consent. Right. She lets him touch her above the waist. Huh. I'm sorry. if if, If a girl lets me touch her above the waist, that is all I have access to at that point. Right. So the answer is still no, obviously, but we're still at 39% for men. That is so fucked up. And 28% for girls. I would be really, does it, in that little paragraph above all these answers, does Mm. it give the actual question they were asked? Oh, it's, is it all right if a male holds a female down and physically forces her to have sex if? If, okay. She right. is, I was just curious if that was right. Exactly no, that that was that was preceding was all of phrased. them. Right. So you have that, and then she is going to, and then changes her mind. Oh no, you can fuck it then. Fifty-four percent. What do the women say? Thirty-one. Wow. Thirty-one. What the fuck is wrong with people? I know, right? The, these are high school kids. The fuck. Is it all right if a male holds down a female and physically forces her to have sex if she has led him on? That question is very leading. (laughs) Sorry. 54%. (laughs) 54% of guys think it's okay. And um, 26% of females. Okay. This one, this one's a tough one, and I'll read the whole question, the okay. whole preceding part. Is it all right if a male holds a female down and physically forces her to have sex if she has, she? Oh, sorry, she gets him excited sexually. What? What are the? Can I tell you as a as as a former high school student, uh-huh. being in school with high school girls, yeah, in that age. That was going to happen regardless of what was going on at any time during yeah, the day. If you're a teenage boy and you're awake, yeah, you're yeah. horny. Oh, oh wait, oh hold oh. on, no, 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 wait, wait. If you're a teenage boy and you're alive, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, teenage boys you're are horny. Teenage boys are dumb specifically because they always have a boner, right? There's and no there blood is in no their blood brain. in the brain. Exactly. If a girl wears a V-neck. That shows a tiny bit of cleavage. Oh, yeah. Guys get fucking stupid in high school. Yeah, like, I'm just kind like, of thinking of that now. Yeah. Uh, pretty nice, right? Yeah. 51% wow. said it was okay. 42% of women in high school. 42%. That is the highest one so far. You know what would be really, really, really interesting? Mm-hmm. If they had the male and the female responses, right? Yeah. And then they had the male and the female responses of like correlating parents 
Ooh. That would be really interesting. Like, like, like if the question was, is it all right if a male holds your daughter down and physically forces no, 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 her no, no, to have no, sex? No, 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 not that. But it would, no, but basically trying to get an idea of you where mean these- You asking an adult. Yeah, where these kids are right. getting their kind of, their yes. guidance. Yes. So if Billy says, you know, that, yeah, it's okay because she got me horny. Right. You know- what was dad's response? What was mom's response right. when a girl, you know, one of that 30% yeah. or whatever it is, like what, where are they getting their, their, their information? Because this is fucked yeah. up in 11 different ways. Let me, let me, because let's, let's do the last one. Anything higher than one per, anything higher than zero I would, you know what? fucked up. Zero for the women. Anything higher than zero for the women or unless you get 1% and it's one girl that's like, I'm going to fucking screw this test up. I could see, realistically, given the mindset of these fucking dumbasses, I could see 10% at the highest for guys. It's, I mean, this is... Because you got to take into account who's fucking around and, t- and, and lying yeah. and who's taking it seriously. But the last one is, uh, is it all right, blah, 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 if they have dated for a long time. 43 and 32%. Yeah, bitch needs to give it up at that point. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's terrible. But the thing is, like, you can't do that. Like, I can't. If Ellen's in bed when I go upstairs, right, I can't just climb on top of her and do whatever I feel I need to do because I'm a fucking animal. No. There is uh, there is one point in time where I think it is okay for a man to force himself onto a woman when he has a death wish. <laughs> yeah because i yeah. will kill him with a truck i can't understand how you could force yourself on somebody you live with that you have to sleep in the same house with where you store your knives scissors sledgehammers and and oh you yeah know, fire oh, yeah if they want to die and if someone wants to die in their sleep go ahead <sighs> is it is it going to be up to us and our generation of kids for us to tell them don't f- stick your dick in people when they don't want it there I, I, you know what I would change this? You know what would change this whole thing? And I don't want to make this like... Public a, service a, announcements with hit girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can imagine it right now. Listen, cunts. Yeah. You, <laughs> you fuck me when I'm not thinking hey. about it. You stick your dick in my pussy. I'm going to cut your fucking cunt dick off. Have you, uh, have you seen... The, have you seen... <laughs> You're welcome, Scott. Yeah. Have you seen the trailer for the sequel? Yeah. Let's actually, I'm, I'm kind of excited for it. It looks pretty good. Yeah. Um, um, what was I going to say? I don't know. Shit, I had something. Yeah, um, don't rape people. Yeah, there's that. That definitely that. Um, talking about the wife and the, uh, I threw it off when I said hit curl. Shit, no, yeah. Sorry. What was I saying right before that? Maybe I can. Maybe I, I can remember it again. I just. I don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah, this is pathetic. I this don't is get it. And it would be interesting. To see oh, I remember. Okay. You know what would solve this whole rape problem? Oh, what? And uh, it, like literally solve this whole thing. Um, you know how they say that if, if men could get pregnant, there'd be abortion clinics on every corner? Yeah. Well, follow my train of thought there. People that rape people in prison aren't quote unquote gay necessarily. Mm-hmm. So I'm not making this a right. gay thing. But if dudes got raped... The way women got raped, nah, yeah, rape would fucking end, yeah, immediately. Okay, yeah, no. Nah. So maybe these two Steubenville motherfuckers. Oh my fucking god! 
and the people that did nothing to stop it. Yeah. Because they, Ellen told the story about uh, a, a, a somebody that did something to somebody else. And it's like our generation of people that like somebody did what to who? Yeah. And you find that guy broken and bleeding in the fucking gutter because that's what you do. You defend people's honor. Yeah. Yeah, this little study is kind of fucked up. Kind of fucked up. Kind of to- like, oh, I don't. I could just you you know what though I it's a good I would have been terrible as like the 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 person administering this because I would have been like what I'm sorry what yeah really you know what really? it, the like, only just, way that could have been conducted and, and have honest answers online online or written or whatever yeah, yeah anonymously yes just just what gender yeah, you exactly. were on it it's like, really yeah I right, see see now yeah. Now this is this is the okay. other thing. All okay. of all of the there were a couple of these equality ones that, that were made up that kind of pissed me off. Um, Sam and Frodo aren't gay, right? So it doesn't work. Three PO and R two are fucking robots, right? And they're not gay. So to me, seeing the the red and pink uh, equality sign with characters on top of it that aren't gay ruins totally your argument. It, your argument. It, 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 I mean, I understand what you're trying to do. Like, okay, Bert and Ernie, great. Actually, this lizard woman and the human from Doctor Who, yeah. that's legitimate. That, okay. That's that's how they are. It's, they're a gay Was couple. Was there a Bert and Ernie one? No, that's but you funny. know there would have been one, right? I don't know. Yeah, if there so, wasn't the Disney legal team behind it. Yeah, well, the Star Wars? Well, yeah, right? that's true. Have we, that's... Do we have any new Star Wars news? Um... No, not really. Okay. No, there's nothing this week. Well, let's do this one here real quick. Was it us that talked on the show about selling out and being a sellout? Yeah. Okay, good. I couldn't remember what show it was. I but but you know what though? Yeah. I like this here. Yeah. Oh, I, Hello Kitty I, and Kiss team up for a TV series. Okay. Um I don't even I wouldn't even call this selling out. I would call it, you know, fucking ill advised and weird, but whatever. Yeah. You know. I, I mean, don't know. I mean s- seriously, it's just like, okay guys, rock on, go for it. I um, think in general it's going to be a Kiss, lot of money wasted. Kiss is the example. It, they are the they are the epitome of what you do to make the most money off of what you've created. They did. And you know what? I don't you know, fuck them. I can't I mean, begrudge them. I don't, I'm not saying I can't fuck them. I'm saying them fuck the people who hate. Like, let them make their fucking money. You know, it's it's yeah. like it's like football players who make a bajillion fucking dollars. One, but, but to me, this is the epitome of selling out. What does Hello Kitty have to do with Kiss at absolutely all? Absolutely nothing. That's why. But I you know think what? It's, a it's, it's like no. I, don't, I, I you know, it's one of those things where it's just like. You know the Hello Kitty dude was talking to the Kiss dude, and they were like <laughs> drunk, and they're just like, "We should do a fucking TV show." Yeah, yeah, we should do a fucking TV show. It'd be fucking yeah. awesome. All right, and in a month from now, they're gonna be like, "What? What are we? Doing? What the fuck was? Yeah, that was crazy weed, man. This is never gonna happen." I don't know. Okay, let's read it here just to be sure. And if it does, yeah. okay, it is, I mean, because really the worst part about this is that headline, okay? And just the idea of it is absolutely horrible. Anything that that does come out of it mm. has to be really, really fucking good to matter. And it should be yeah. 
it should not be geared toward children. Well, they should make yeah. this fucking obscene. This is uh, uh this is uh written in USA Today by Whitney Matheson. Oh, this is, um, is that still a newspaper? It's a website. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've been a Hello Kitty fan ever since I was a wee wit because it's her name's Whitney. Yeah. Uh, and I still am to this day. Uh, I don't care about the backstory here. Today I'm psyched to tell you that the adorable feline is poised to star in an animated series for The Hub, which is why I think this thing's going to actually end up happening. The unexpected twist that it'll be a mashup with Kiss. Yes, I'm serious. Hello, Kiss Hello Kitty working title is now in development, and it's based on this line of Kiss Hello Kitty products, which made its debut in 2010. Obviously, there's a link to T-shirts and stuff and all that. The show will feature four Kiss Hello Kitty characters living their rock and roll dreams and bringing pink anarchy to every situation they are in. <laughs> so basically, it's um, Gem with Kiss and Hello Kitty. Yeah. Kiss is Gene Simmons, who was at an envelope I opened the other day, <laughs> is slated to be one of the executive producers, and the band sounds pretty pumped about the project. Says Paul Stanley, knowing and viewing the hub as I do daily with my three children, it is the perfect home for us to bring the Kiss Hello Kitty juggernaut. Yeah, to bullshit. To- you know what Paul Stanley said? He went... Yeah, whatever. To, Fine. To yet I guess. A, another generation. <laughs> Peter Chris was reached for comment and quoting Ralph Wiggum said, Meow. <laughs> I think oh. I think a Peter Chris Hello Kitty is a little too on the nose, if you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah. But it's just I mean, really, Paul Steele really, I could just totally picture him just going, Yeah, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Just <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm 800 fucking years old. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just whatever. Yeah. All right. Let's, Am um, I going to make money? Fine. Just, yeah, exactly. I don't care. You have my account number. Just I don't, drop yeah. that shit I, through the slot. All right. Do I have to go anywhere? Do I have to do anything? No? <laughs> Fine, Gene. Whatever. Just stop. Gene, call- go make Runaway 2 and <laughs> shut the <laughs> stop, fuck up. Stop calling my house. Uh, was that we the movie any, he made with Tom Selleck? I don't away? know, but now you have to play a Kiss song. I don't know if I have any. Really? Yeah. You don't even have Beth? <laughs> or nothing but a good... You don't have any Kiss? Uh, I don't like Kiss. Oh. No, I have a band called Killer Pussy. Okay. Hold on, let me type it in and see what we got here. Because I know I have something on a soundtrack or something. Yeah. Um. Oh, you know what? I I I do have one. Let me see if it's in here. All right, let's do this one. Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Fair enough.
kind of funny that that's the song that we choose out of all, all right. the Kiss songs we could do. Funny. God gave rock and roll to you. It's a good song, though. It ends the movie really well. So, Will, who we met, who was very nice, yeah. went to your show. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, Thanks again for coming. Did he post this? Is that right? Yeah, I want to make sure I get it right here. Uh, Vancouver mom offended by museums, whale bone porn. All right, anytime I hear bone and porn together, I am in. Sounds like someone who's a backup singer for T-Bone Pickens. By the way, I showed you the picture of the porn Wonder Woman. Yeah. 
Porn-tastic. I would be fine with her as yeah, regular Wonder Woman. I would be fine with her in my house. <laughs> Here's a new twist on the sadly familiar refrain of one person demanding that a cultural institution remove images she considers inappropriate. A mother from Vancouver, British Columbia, see they have their nut jobs too, says that local museum is displaying whale bone porn, which has left her, quote, disturbed and troubled. Nah, she was disturbed before. I think she was just upset she couldn't use it as a giant dildo. (laughs) Bite. Recently, Anne Pimentel took her two children, ages two and three, to the Vancouver... not a good idea to have the word mental in her name. (laughs) To the Vancouver Maritime Museum, where they viewed an exhibit called Tattoos and Scrimshaw, the Art of the Sailor. Okay. <laughs> Subtitle gonna be some fucking. That alone should have should have she should have made a phone call and, and asked, you know, is this appropriate for a two year old? Wait, read the title again. Tattoos and Scrimshaw, the art of the sailor. And then All it right. goes on to say Scrimshaw, the largely forgotten art of etching pictures on bone or teeth, was widely practiced in the eighteenth and nineteenth century by whalers who had an abundance of time and materials, but a marked lack of female companionship. They needed something to whack it to. In addition to ships and scenery, then, Scrimshaw artists specialized in erotic images ranging from Gauguin-esque portraits of partially nude island women to downright body depictions of sexual acts. Boning on the bones. They didn't say that. No. That would have been awesome. awesome. (laughs) (laughs) The Vancouver... The Vancouver exhibit includes a selection of these racier pieces. Yeah, let me see. I want to get a little closer. You can't even make it out. There's like a woman with a with like a cloth draped on her, and you can see a boob. Oh man, it's like that. You can see that on the Super Bowl. Yeah, and in color. I know. Um, she's African American. You can't tell. It's on a tooth. Oh, I thought you were talking about Janet Jackson. No, that would have been colored. Oh. Asshole, you made me say that out loud. <laughs> I did that at the show because, like, all like on the sides, there were those lights that were like multicolored. Yep. And um, where I'm just sort of giving direction, I'm just like, okay. And then these colored lights, I'm sorry, lighted Americans would come <laughs> up. <laughs> and so I don't remember who in the cast is just like unfucking believable. He just doesn't stop. Ellen asked me to get eggs today. Can you get? Can you pick up a dozen eggs, white ones? And I wrote back, "Racist." <laughs> Everything brown. She's like, she's like, so we can color them. I'm like, racist. <laughs> uh, anyway, back to this. The Vancouver. The Vancouver. There's no B in Vancouver, yeah. by the way. Exhibit included a selection of these racier pieces in a case well above child height okay. that the National Post terms prudishly dim. Okay, so... Additionally, a sign next to the case warns, hide your eyes, these pieces of scrimshaw are not intended for children. Okay, so what the fuck is the problem here? Pimentel, however, feels that the museum should have placed warnings on its website and at the entrance to the exhibit. Since her visit, she has posted negative reviews of the Maritime Museum on various websites, including Yelp, TripAdvisor, Virtual Tourist, and Virtual Tourist. Although she told the National Post that she would be satisfied if the erotic pieces were segregated 
In an adults-only room, on TripAdvisor, she opined that these pieces of, quote, art should be removed. So that she could be in a booth and plug quarters into it so she can rub one out. Exactly. Yes. I think she would just want to use the tooth while looking at it. For its part, the Maritime Museum has tried to handle Pimentel's concerns with equanimity. Man, these people on these websites here, they, they write with the big words. Yeah. It's not like reading the one-sentence one paragraph shit on Fox News. <laughs> In a response to her TripAdvisor review, Executive Director Simone, oh, sorry, Simon Robinson said that while museum staff would add, quote, much more prominent signage about the disputed pieces the exhibit will remain intact. And here's what, what they, how they, part of what they respond. The objects in question are highly representative of the kind of scrimshaw craft that was popular among mariners in the 18th and 19th centuries. And as such, we feel that they have an important and integral role to play in describing and informing on traditional on the tradition of historical scrimshaw. Now pull the fucking bone out of your ass and calm down. Wouldn't that be awesome if you wrote that? Oh, yeah. Is that Colbert? Yeah. Does he have something to say about this? I think so. Oh, please. In fact, curator Patricia Owen told the National Post that the museum collection holds even more explicit examples of erotic scrimshaw which were left out of the exhibit to keep it mostly family-friendly. Meanwhile, the press, <laughs> she brought home. the press coverage of the story has given the museum international publicity that couldn't have bought, nice. including a bit from the Colbert Report earlier this week. So let me just check my levels here, and uh, we'll play this. this many times if you watch this show you know it i believe that children are our most precious resource that's why i advocate planting 10 new ones for everyone we harvest (laughs) and i am always on the lookout for threats to our children which is why tonight i am introducing my new segment stephen colbert is watching your kids (laughs) now one of the biggest threats to our younglings is exposure to indecent material so i was appalled to hear about a filthy museum exhibit in Canada called Tattoos and Scrimshaw, The Art of the Sailor, which features nine erotic engravings made on the teeth of sperm whales in the 19th century. Or as one concerned (laughs) parent calls it, whalebone porn. (laughs) Yes. Incidentally, incidentally, to get your whalebone porn name, take a name from the first line of your favorite whaling novel, and combine it with your favorite dish at Red Lobster. <laughs> so my whalebone porn name is Ishmael Unlimited Shrimp. <laughs> For more. That was pretty funny. For more on this breaking story, we turn to CTV News, Canada's whale porn news leader. Vancouver's Maritime Museum wanted to show what sailors on whaling ships often long for when far from home. But the tattoos and sailor exhibit showed a little too much for one mother. Whale erotica that Anne Pimentel says she should have been warned about. I was appalled. I um, had my two sons with me. It wasn't on their website. There was no signs when I... I purchased the tickets for my family. Folks, if children see this harpoon tang, it will give them ideas. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's, That got him. I love it when he cracks it. There she moves. Now. We didn't even go there. 
Now, instead of going through the hassle, now, instead of going through the hassle of finding naked people on the Internet, youngsters are simply going to head to the wharfs, sign up for a two-year whaling expedition, harpoon a humpback, render its blubber into lamp oil, then spend the next two months painstakingly carving erotic images into the whale's bleached bones so they can get their rocks off. So, parents, please... Be on the lookout for strange behavior. The next time Junior's alone too long, knock on the door and say, what are you doing in the young man? Are you engaging in the ancient maritime art of scrimshaw? (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, then why did I find this bottle of 19th century tobacco juice that whalers use to darken their engravings under your mattress? Answer me! (laughs) So. Tobacco juice? Parents, I beg you, if you have a collection of whalebone pornography of your own, make sure it's password protected. (laughs) And don't use Queequeg. It's way too obvious. (laughs) We'll be right back. I like that. He used way too many words to say, bitch, you crazy, shut up. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of sad, isn't it? That, like, like... But I, I, I really appreciate the fact that the museum basically said, no, you're the one with the problem, yeah. not us. Cause, <sighs> it's sort of I, like I him have... just going, you know what, fine, we'll, we'll make the font on the sign yeah. a little bigger. Let me, let me, let me ask you what could end up being a, a personal <laughs> question. But you have kids in the house of yeah. varying ages. When they were younger, I don't, I don't know about now because like, they're older, so that might yeah. get odd. Like. When I was little, nudity was was weird. Like I didn't like wearing shorts that were too short because I got real self conscious because uh-huh. it was this whole—I don't know—it was just the thing. It's like you cover up, yeah, right. So as I get older, I don't want my kids to have the same problem. So like, if I leave my bathrobe, uh, so I apologize yeah. to everybody for this visual. I get out of bed, I go down to the bathroom. I'm not gonna get dressed when I have to pee really bad. Right. Um, nudity isn't a thing. It's not. It's it's non sexual yeah. nudity. We're all naked. We all got parts. Yeah, boom, it's boom, boom. not a big deal. It's but with her, it is. Yeah, because. It's- because there's, I, I guarantee you, they, they're not showing penetration on, the, no, on these hell things. No, they're not. Because they said they were hidden. So what's wrong with showing boobs? With yeah. seeing so, crudely yeah, is... carved images. Not, some of them not so crudely. I'm sure. But, but carved but... images of boobs. Nothing. Or butts. Nothing. No, this lady just needs to unwind We need bit. to get past that whole thing. We need to, basically, as, as a culture, we need to demystify nudity and sex well i think that what she needs is to have is to talk to someone who's comfortable of talking about sex and those kinds of things like um i don't know like maybe maybe her priest uh that might (laughs) talk to the kids about it right so yeah we'll explain all the priest would say though is stop crying and open up (laughs) all right let's get the feedback and end this shit all righty now let's see um this is idealism versus realism this is from james the dork okay idealism women shouldn't have to live in fear of being raped because men should be better than that true realism some people in this world of ours are fucking animals true right not just fucking animals they're fucking animals (laughs) yeah all right so 
Um, I think we go out of our way to avoid blaming the victim in cases of rape, especially in cases where rape occurred in a social situation, to the point that we don't adequately prepare young women for what the world is really like out there. We stand around all day and say that men just shouldn't do this, but the same could could be said for all manner of violence humans inflict upon each other. Hmm. As a rational human, you know not to walk into a dark alley in a bad part of town because there's a good chance you get mugged or worse. If I'm at a social gathering with people I don't know especially well, I don't get shit-faced to the point that I'm not in control of my actions because I don't know how those people are going to interact with me. Hmm. As a man, I was told pretty early on, be careful who I go sticking my dick in lest I end up paying child support for the rest of my life or, quote, Catch something Ajax won't wash off. Mm, no matter how hard you scrub. Yeah. Because uh, those would... warts will grow back. <laughs> I think it would behoove parents who impart to their daughters that at the end of the day, every straight man they come in contact with is going to want to have sex with them. And a small number of the men don't care if said mm. intercourse is consensual or not. That's coping with the reality of the world we live in. It's the same mentality that teaches us not to let our kids out of our sight when in a public place. So yes, we need to raise our sons and our sons to respect our daughters, but at the same time we need to make sure our daughters understand that they should not trust any man until he proves he can be trusted. Mm. Uh signed James the Dork. PS, I will say again with absolute certainty, there's no God. Yep. Fuck Ray Comfort. Yes. We rape Ray Comfort? No. Okay. It's a metaphor All right. fucking See, I, I totally understand where he's coming from, and my girls, uh, when they start dating, I fully plan on being 100% honest with them when they get to that age. I will say, you know, it's like, oh, all boys are looking for, all men are looking for the same thing. No, what 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 I plan on saying, and we will see if this carries through, because I believe that the more honest I am with my kids, the more honest they'll be with me. Right. We'll see how that works. But it, I think if, if, if they're getting ready to go out on a date and they're 17 years old, I'm going to say, you watch yourself because he wants to fuck you. Yeah. And he and he may be the kind of person that is going to get it one way or the other. You remember how to gouge his eyes out, honey? All right, go ahead. Yeah. And it, and it really, but you, I, I think a lot of it comes down to, as, as well as being cautious and, and, and all that kind of stuff, yeah. you, you hope that earlier on that you're teaching them to have respect for themselves, respect for their bodies. That's, that's a big thing. And be like, I, like when Olivia's had little quote unquote, you know, boyfriend kind right. of things, right? I know the kids in her class. When she told me this kid, you know, you know, asked her out, I know the kid, right? you know, I, you know, and I and I think that you early on, okay, if you're a part of your kid's life and you know who their friends are, you right. know who they hang out with, okay, then when they get to a point where they're older and their actions have more um, serious consequences, mm. then you, you they're a little bit better prepared to handle things there you know who they're hanging out with you know it, the it, kinds of things they're doing you have to okay. work within the the understanding of the social construct yeah. of of the situation they're in where peer pressure plays an immense yeah. role in their lives it, and like i was i was pressured to start drinking really early and Twice, uh, when I was underage, uh, my friend Chung and I, we, we split a gigantic jug of peach wine because that's what his parents had, and it was sweet, and it tasted good. 
and then a little bit of vodka later on when I was like 17 years old yeah. and not driving anywhere because I'm gonna break the law, but I'm not gonna be a fucking idiot about right. it, right? I was a little, I was a little, you yeah. know, prudish, I guess. <laughs> not, you know, with the ladies, but um. yeah, never say it like that again. <laughs> no, I, never, I, every show now I'm gonna say it like Fuck. that, but like. I don't know. I I was I I was a little different. Like I enjoyed what I did with the girls that I was dating, um, but I watched every one of my friends that had sex. Their relationships just shattered. Why were and, you watching them have sex? Because they they didn't lock their doors. Hmm. And um, you want to see the tapes? I don't. It's teenage sex. I do not have any tapes like that. They we were all that. No, never wow. mind. Wow, I just realized that that was like child pornography. For I was a like, there. I'm like hmm, fuck, I'm no. Gonna, I'm just like, I'm going to watch this and see Let's where see he goes with this. Like, no, we <laughs> until, it, until it dawned on you. It was you. all at senior prom. We were all 18. No. Uh, but that's the thing. Like, I, I, like I, I really honestly thought that I, the person I was with in high school, that was the person. Yeah. She was the one. And I watched all these other relationships just disintegrate because like, you get what you want. But you're too immature to understand how to uh, functionally maintain a relationship right, exactly. and a give and take because every 18 year old kid is boy is a selfish fucktard. Yes, you know, and and a lot of 18 year old girls are really emotionally like wanting. Yeah, and guys aren't mature enough at that age to understand how to give that to them and, right. and the relationship just kind of fucking shits the bed and you're all done. I was, I was 18, almost 19 years old because like I realized that I, any relationship I had that, that, that went to sex was gonna, was gonna just, that's it. So I waited. Yeah. I'm different that way. Of course, also I didn't want to have a kid. Yeah, you know that was kind of terrifying. Also, <laughs> it was um, it was like 1990, so like AIDS was like still oh, yeah, that was very fucking scary. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of things, but like I I had gone I've gone home from girlfriends' houses before, aching. Oh god, you know man. what I mean? Yeah, right. They don't actually turn blue, but damn it, say, but like I could have moved yeah. forward i could have been a fucking animal or i could be a reasonable human being where i can actually stand up straight and say there are things that i have never done that i would never consider doing that are abhorrent to me and i never i never had those yeah. intentions it never i never yeah it's just, got I mean, it's to that point not part of your wiring you know you know how you how you prevent raping somebody First of all, you don't fucking rape them. That's, yeah, that's, that's yeah, pretty easy. But before a date, you, before a date, fucking jerk off before a date. You'll be more relaxed, more focused. And if you do have sex and it's You're consensual, have a little bit extra time. You'd last yeah, the probably. yeah, because because you, you're already there. <sighs> Granted, masturbation is not equivalent to sex, but that doesn't mean you fucking take it whenever you want. Yeah, it. this is true. It's, it's, I don't understand it. And I have raped myself twice. I was drunk. It was, there was crazy. one time and that I didn't, time. I didn't want to. And I had to, cause I had to get it to the fertility doctor. Yeah. yeah. Did I ever well, tell that story? It was probably how, yeah. Yeah. 
because it it's was, been uh, a long time. You're like, can I show it? Oh again? yeah. All right. So it was how you were dressed, though, is really what kind of prompted it. Oh yeah, the sequence were really doing it. Yeah. Uh, no. So um, early in the morning uh, on the day that 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 the the fertility clinic says this is the day you do it. You get the cup. You come home. You get all these instructions. Nobody can help you. No saliva. No lubricant. No nothing. You need to collect a sample. Keep it warm. Middle of the fucking winter. Yeah. Right. So the best place to do it, could you tuck it under your arm, you put your coat on, and you drive over there. Fortunately, <laughs> it's right near Hollywood Hits, so it's like we're talking like like three yeah. quarters of a mile. Well, <laughs> I'll say this. Before you start the procedure to collect the sample, mm-hmm. take the lid off the cup. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Because the second attempt at collection... <laughs> fucking chafes. Yeah. Ah, funny shit. Can I tell you what the most awkward thing is, like, in that whole thing? Like, it's not walking into a medical facility and handing a cup of your freshly collected sperm to a woman who, like, the only conversation you've had with her here is, here you go. Is this yours? Yes, it is. When did you do it? Ten minutes ago. Okay. <laughs> High five. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like, it it was like it was like a, a few weeks, right? Yeah. So like, I I just say, what do you do with this after I give it to you? And after she said gargle, I <laughs> I said no, really. And like, there's extra fluid in there that that's rinsed out. They yeah. wash it. They right. it, it, they they like. It's like orange juice from concentrate before the water's added. Okay. Right? So yeah. but like that's the thing. Like like the fertility treatments I think have have fundamentally changed me as a person because I have nothing to be embarrassed about anymore. Oh yeah. I walked into a building with a cup of hot jizz and handed it to a stranger. <laughs> Give me the jizz. It's like here you go. You're making Cinnabons? Go for it. <laughs> there you go. And then when we were in Boston at uh, Brigham and Women's, right? That was when like they extracted the eggs, and it was very Cylon yeah. lab clinical, yeah. and um, like it wasn't like bring the sample in from home. And they're like, Mister Brickamaya, you don't need to be masturbating right now. Oh, not in the lab. <laughs> okay, I will say the room that they have, the porn room. Yeah, very nice. A good masturbatorium. It was it was a heated leather chair. I had to put a towel down, obviously, because well, yeah. you don't want everybody's ass because... on the same cushion, right? <laughs> you have to be polite. A wide selection of stuff, and I thought, I thought this is the time that's going to work. It has to be because I'm masturbating in a hospital, and everybody knows I'm doing Seriously, it. Seriously, and you've gone pro at that point because yeah. you're like in the super, the, like the super dome. Right, right. I'm in a wood paneled room. It's really nice. There's a big TV and like just drawers of porn so i took my time and yeah I'm like, no what do to. i want to watch what porn do i want to make my children to <laughs> and i don't even remember what it was but like i took my time fast forward and going back i'm like redhead no blonde i don't know what do i want to do Sasha gray shut the fuck up <laughs> god just but it's like it's like it's like you walk out and it's like you know i gotta make sure that it looks like i washed my hands because i washed my hands i can't make it look yeah like, here here you go here's my freaking Dick skin you don't want to come out going like yeah <laughs> yeah frank wiped the corners of his mouth for the people that uh 
But it's like it's like after that it's like Ellen has like nothing like all the all the the probes and the shots yeah and like checking and like I went to your urologist and she went to have be checked it's like whatever yeah, it's like turned all right. inside out so to speak yeah. and it, and that kind of changes everything I'm gonna be on the camera and it was it was very interesting I don't know oh right it was it was the whole kids thing yeah. right and being honest and open about it right and like. If that's what I had to go through to get them, if I had to fight every step of the way to keep um, our relationship going, because there were times where I was just like, yeah. this is fun. But she would break down opposite of when I would because we couldn't both do it at yeah, the same no, you time. Can't, she actually, um, right right uh, on her hip, like right below her hip, she still has this purple like dime size spot oh really because it was the intramuscular yeah. shot that like you you put it through the skin then you gotta push it into the muscle uh, and it, she will have that purple spot i said you need to have an arrow tattooed saying this is the shot that did it yeah and a nice fancy script with a rose because that was the shot that she did and then they they put the eggs back and she got three eggs we got two kids but yeah and they just turned five it's fucking crazy. Fine. How that happened? I don't know. Luck. All all yeah. of it was fucking luck. And I'll tell you, the people that were having kids all around me, like there was a point in the beginning when they, it wasn't working for us. We had well, like I, there how was, many did we, we, we? I think we had two in that time. You we? did. You did. No, and, uh, George had kids. For, Chandler no, had, had two, a kid, yeah. and like they were yeah. they were they were not planned children. And for a little bit there, I was pissed about it, and I'm like. What the fuck? Like, I've been trying. Yeah. Like, legitimately every which way but loose. Trying. And then I thought, you know what? I, and this was this, it was like an, I've had a couple epiphany moments in my life. And this was one of them. And this is what started to settle me down from being so angry. And it was like, uh, what do you want everybody to stop having kids because you Mm. can't? And I, that was a thought that went through yeah. my head, and I'm like, "Yeah, what the fuck? I'm being an asshole." Like, it just in my head, I yeah. was, I was, because like, I can't. I, I never said anything out loud. Right. I also didn't engage any of these people in conversation about it. But, but you know, you didn't say to me like when we talked about it. It was different. It wasn't like, "Oh, got my girlfriend pregnant." Like, yeah. Like, great. Can you get my wife pregnant just to get, like solve the problem? <laughs> uh, but that's the thing. They said that all that after all the tests and everything, they said there is no reason yeah. that we can find that you can't get pregnant. That's crazy. And then I quit smoking. I quit all the fucking methamphetamines. No, um, <laughs> but like like uh, we thought the smoking was the thing. We thought maybe it was the stress of of the job. Right. Because um, there there were moments at AMC yeah, and oh, yeah. Lowe's where it was like. <sighs> But like I'm on a regular schedule, I don't get headaches as much as I used right. to. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. And like you know, we're like, oh, if it happens, if 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 uh, you know, she gets pregnant again, she does. And it's one of those things where it's like it'd be great, but it would be terrible. Yeah. Because the girls, they're they're done potty training. They're in school. Yeah. They can like get their own breakfast and stuff like yeah. that. And you you know exactly what oh, I'm saying. Completely, you yeah. start over from scratch, and it's like this never ending cycle. Except yeah. now you've broken the diaper cycle. 
you yeah, know, yeah. but it's like I was talking with George about that where it's like one kid gets to a certain point and the next kid just fills right in. Yeah. So it just doesn't end. It's just the face attached to it. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> and he's now like his like Frankie's language is really starting to explode. Yeah. So he's got a couple of key phrases that he really likes. Yeah. One of it's which one of, lately bitch, is please. No, no, but it's you know what his bitch please yeah. is no way. Really? Come on, Frank, let's go hit the party. No way. Yeah. And it's said in the tone that says yeah, fuck you. Yeah. So it's uh, he's he's pretty he's awesome. He's he's hilarious. He's 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 really funny. Nova said something the other day. Ellen brushed her hair and put a clip in it and said, "How's that look?" And I swear to God, my daughter, who is not a 1920s flapper, said, "That's better than a clean cat on Sunday." <laughs> And Ellen's like, what the what? fuck is that? When, when did you watch Fried Green Tomatoes? It's like, holy shit, That's lay hilarious. it down like lavender. Wow. Like, I have no idea where she got that from. That's that's funny. Oh. I don't, I, we should hear Scott. I'm tired. Yeah. Um, oh my okay. God. Well, thanks, everybody, for putting up with this. Now, here's the yeah. funny part of the show. Oh, yeah. I'm currently rushing my ass off to get a segment done for tonight's show. It's on a Thursday instead of a Friday like it's been for the last several weeks. Apparently, you made a decision to go back to Thursdays. And I'm glad that when you made that decision, you made me part of it. Oh, you mean shit. no part whatsoever? Well, oh. that's, you know, whatever. Crap. Scott, we're going to do Thursday this week. I'm sorry. <laughs> last Rites with Reverend Scott. <laughs> Man, he only had like three hours to do this. Wow. I feel like such a dick. Clearly, you have a nervous, sweaty kid in front of you. At your mercy, your favorite position to be in, yeah. the torturing someone position. I do enjoy that. <laughs> what were you, what were you hey there, Chris, and welcome back to the show, Frank. <laughs> so nice of you to join us again here on Last Rites. Awesome. And because I know you were off gallivanting around with your little puppet show or whatever it is you were doing, <laughs> I'll recap some of last week's show. Chris did a show without you. Frank's not here because he's a shitty co-host. <laughs> Luckily, he had Ellen on the show in your place. Now, when Ellen is on the show, it's a bit different because she doesn't like to hear about all that depressing-ass bullshit that you guys like to talk about. So instead, they talked about other things, like how Chris was hoping for puberty to kick in a second time so he could finally get some help out with his penis. I, I can't wait for it to grow back out to a normal, like, human being length, <laughs> not, not hobbit length. <laughs> Chris made sure everyone knew not to repeat his own mistake and to never masturbate with steel wool. Because so, it hurt for like three days. It was like raw and... Ugh. However, if you're already good at masturbating with steel wool, go ahead and continue doing so. And if that means it gets them off, it gets them off. And then Chris kept rambling on about how much pain his penis was in because what? of the steel wool. It hurts. Trust me, I know. I've touched it before. <laughs> Other than that, though, they mainly just listened to my last ride segment and laughed and laughed for like 30 minutes. And then the show ended. So now that you're all caught up, Frank, 
Are you kind of sorry that you missed it? Yeah, but it's it was it was pretty interesting. But then again, it's like I don't give a shit. <laughs> not nearly as much of a shit as you gave a couple weeks ago when you were talking about my penis. It oh, yeah. really is yeah, big. Is. Everybody tells me, yeah, yeah it's it huge. Yeah, I'm like, big well, how the fuck did I? Yeah. I how did yeah. I not know that? I thought everyone knew. Oh, well. I think I better wrap this up because I only have a few minutes to actually make it. I was going to have a relaxing night of shutting up and masturbating at home per Chris's instructions. I stay home and fucking masturbate. Shut up. Yeah. But once I saw the video feed of your show pop up, I knew that wasn't going to happen. If that won't kill an erection, I don't know what will. You got that right. Well, that's all for tonight. Peace and love, guys. Later. Last Rites with Reverend Scott, the best podcast segment on any podcast ever. Go shut the fuck up. You're not doing anybody a world of good. Go find something useful to do. Okay. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, she was quite animated. I have never, ever, and I've known you and Ellen for 12 years now. Yeah. 12, 11, yeah, about 11 years. Yeah. 11, I have never heard her swear. That's because there's always kids around. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. So, man, that yeah. was awesome. Oh, when she gets going, it's great. Holy shit, that's hilarious. Yeah. Scott, I apologize. I yeah, really seriously, do. we keep forgetting to uh, let the staff know what's going on. I've, no, let me, <laughs> let me, let me, let me delve into a little bit of, of, of how my week went. Um, I did the show with Ellen. We went to do, uh, we went to your show. Um and then I did the show with Ellen, and then I worked Saturday, uh, Sunday. Sorry. Then I was off Monday. No, I no, I wasn't off Monday. I I start. Okay, that's when quarterly maintenance started. I was at work till three in uh, oh, three in the morning. Me. I got home at three in the morning. The next night I got home at three in the morning, yeah. and then the next night after that I got home. It's usually when I'm getting up. <laughs> like I, like I had done. I did fifty three hours like in in three days, four days. <laughs> wow. Um, and then. Like I'm talking with Bill because we need to um, figure out a time to do an extra episode because we're going to move the studio. Um, but my birthday is like uh, next week or something, and um, uh, we had the quarterly maintenance. And I have family that that came up a day early, so they were here all day today instead of coming up later today. So that's my whole weekend. I've watched one and a half movies for outside the cinema. I don't know when I'm going to watch this one, and then two more to do this extra yeah. episode. And um, today was my first like full day off from work, and the the maintenance stuff, and learning all this new stuff and everything. And I haven't had a drink in a month. <laughs> um, but so Ellen nice. was Ellen and my mom were great because they she, they she took the kids over um, to my mom's. Yeah, waiting for for my family to show up over there, so I could actually sleep a little bit. Because if I didn't sleep, I wouldn't have been able to do the show. So I apologize. My my uh, my um my my online presence has been spotty <laughs> at best for the last few days because like like they'll go do something that I can't help with like reprogramming something or giving remote access right and so like I'll go and I'll read Facebook and I like make a comment this morning I posted like four things in the group thing that I wanted to talk about today yeah. on the show um and then like like it's it's. It's just a whole bunch of other things. Like uh, Randy had sent me a whole bunch of books, so I kept forgetting to send him the money for the shipping. Uh, <laughs> and then I finally did that, and I felt like a shithead. And then Erica did something absolutely fucking amazing. She found 
um, one of the Monster High dolls that like, uh, yeah. is nowhere to be found. Oh, cool. Um, so she shipped that to me, and it took me three fucking days because it was all during the maintenance stuff. I I didn't right. have I didn't have enough time to sit down and like look at my phone and look at the price and type that shit yeah. into PayPal. Right. And that's that's pathetic because <laughs> I'm not gonna do it over the phone. Like I'm not gonna do PayPal on my phone. I it's just I, I like Why? the interface on the computer. That's the one I'm used to, yeah. so I can know that I did it right. So I did that today. She sent the thing, the three pack of it's two Werecat sisters. Yeah, and this other one tore alive. Oh, I think like, I saw that online. Yeah, yeah. There was a picture, and um, like 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 they love the cats because yeah. they're twins. And right. then there's the bad. She's like the bad bad guy of the show. She's the big bully. So you need that character. Oh, right? Yeah. But like, I'm super stoked that she did that. Like, like anybody that does anything for my kids, it's like, oh yeah, holy shit, why? That's awesome. Yeah. I don't understand, but like, because they're like my kids, and like you grow up reading that, you know, nobody gives a shit about your kids but you. Yeah, you know, which isn't true. But it's like you post pictures or you show everybody, I, and it's like everybody's like, "Yeah, it's great. You have kids, wonderful." One of the things that I appreciated so much when we worked with Karen mm. was how wonderful she was yeah. to my wife and kids. Yep, you know she'd be pissed off at me. Oh yeah, you know, I was just yeah. like, you can't see movies for three weeks. Yeah, the, the Julie and the kids can go, but she, she was yeah. fantastic. And, and I got to tell you, I'll 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 love her for that forever. Yep, you know. Yep. There was one day where Karen called my wife. Called her at work, I think, and said, "When Chris comes home, can you teach him the difference between dimes and nickels? Because he, because <laughs> he can't count his safe." <laughs> oh yeah. Oh god. I don't know how many times she's like, I'm calling Julie right now. It's yeah. Like, Never mind. Yeah. Okay, I'll be good. So. Yeah. So yeah, the week has been just absolutely. And I didn't. Angie sent me a message on Facebook, and and she's like, "Are you doing a show tonight?" I'm like, "Fuck yeah! I better tell people." And I forgot to tell the most important contributor out of them all. Out of all the contributors. Because I'm an asshole. Um, I, I fully admit that. So, yeah, you're going to get an earful next week, I'm sure, from him. <laughs> Said one priest to the other. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, right. So uh, on Monday, right, Ellen sends me, she calls me real quick. Um, she's like, I hate to interrupt. I just I figure you'd want to know as soon as it happened. Uh, the red light is on on the TV. Not a problem, right? Yeah. The, the lamp, the lamp went. Um, I said, tr- try to turn it on. Tell me what it does. She says it sounds like a, a swarm of insects. I knew what you meant because it, it's trying to strike and it's going. Yeah. So it sounds like like a shitty cricket, yeah. right? And uh, I'm like, I have a lamp in the TV uh, in, in my room. I got my mom's like, what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, a backup lamp for my TV. <laughs> I'm a projectionist. I should yeah. have this shit. Right, so I got the lamp. I came home at three o'clock in the morning. I put it in because I wanted to watch Walking Dead while I ate before I went to bed. And um, is that still a thing? Yeah, actually, this season <laughs> this season's really good. Uh, the last season was a little like mm, this one's actually pretty good. So I tighten the bottom screw. I tighten the top screw. Tighten the bottom screw because you're doing you know, yeah. I tighten the top screw and then it got loose. And then I turned it a little more and the head of the screw fucking fell off. Uh, right? It's it's in there. It's it's seated yeah. properly, but I got to take the I got to take the lamp out tomorrow and try to get in there and get the rest of the screw out cuz I need to have that well, yeah, screwed in. That there. Just personally like it, it to work yeah. it doesn't have to be. But like I I I it took 5 minutes to change. But I was too tired to do it. Yeah. So it's been a hell of a week. Oh, I totally agree. And I can't imagine oh. yours has been any more or less relaxing 
given everything you were doing that we talked about at the first yeah. half. Yeah. yeah. Not the first half, first yeah. third? I don't know. Anyway, all right. So, is that it? Are we gonna? Yeah, let's wrap this up. Just do this. I'm gonna go home and go to sleep. All right. Thank you, everybody. Have a great week, everybody. And, um, it's are you serious podcast at gmail dot com. You can send us MP3 files if you want to do yeah, voice messages you, and all that stuff. Facebook. Um, yeah, the Facebook group. Really, that is That's Facebook. Much it. I don't see Facebook going anywhere anytime soon because Probably of the integration not. it's got going. So. Yeah, send, send topics you want us to discuss or anything like that. And uh, I didn't drink a whole bottle of sangria this week, so okay. not much fun at the end of the show. I did have a very large coffee and I need to pee. So, Me uh, too. That's about I'll it. let you go first. Oh, oh I was off by a half a second. America, land that I love. Standing beside her, I can't help but notice uh, she has some issues. Need a dressing. Vis-a-vis economics, infrastructure. Uh, And and what's with kids roaming our grocery stores and pretending to slip so they can throw milk? You know, that's got to stop. Yeah, take that, minimum wage mop person. Got to clean that up. Anyway, country's got a lot of problems that need fixing. There's only one thing standing in our way. The Republicans don't seem to get it. Instead of working for the people, they would rather work to obstruct. Obstruction is their orthodoxy. They think compromise is a dirty word. Their policy seems to be just say no. Republicans have clogged or blocked everything we've tried to do. Yes! (laughs) Because of Republicans, nothing can pass through the legislative body, keeping America backed up. Unable to squeeze out even the simplest legislation. So, so bloated. I, I'm sorry. It's just a couple of days into this Passover thing. And my God, I mean, what is it about matzah? What is it about matzah when it hits stomach acid, it turns into cement? Uh, sure, when you're wandering the desert for 40 years, you don't know where the next bathroom is going to be. But this is, this is a modern society. 
point is, can a brother get a prune hamantaschen is what I'm saying. <laughs> no, the point is this. Some people still believe that government can help. I reject the view that says our problems will simply take care of themselves. It says government has no role in laying the foundation for our common prosperity. Those of us who believe government can be a force for good should work harder than anyone to reform it so that it's leaner and more efficient and more responsive to the American people. So the government can do a lot for us. We just need to whip it into shape, get it bikini ready. <laughs> Wait a minute. No. I said bikini ready. Thank you. So, agile government, fixing problems, where do we start? Any of us have heard about what it's like to navigate the broken bureaucracy of the VA, the impossibly long lines, or the repeated calls for help to get you nothing more than an answering machine. Answering machine. All right. That sound bites from 2008. All right. It does not have to be this way. Not in this country. There are many aspects of the war in Iraq that have gone inalterably wrong. But caring for our veterans is one thing that we can still get right. Huzzah! Bravo! It's the least we can do for those who risk their lives to protect and defend this country. And I, for one, am excited to hear about all the progress that we've made on that front over these past five years. And I am in no way expecting to be disappointed that not only have we not solved this problem, but that the problem has, in fact, worsened. But let me remind you, uh, this is my first time watching this show, and so I'm not really sure how the sound bites work. Since President Obama took office, the number of veterans waiting more than a year for their benefits jumped from 11,000 in 2009 to 245,000 this past December. That's a more than 2,000% increase. Today, nearly 900,000 veterans are waiting for disability claims to be processed. The average wait, 273 days. That is criminal. <laughs> the VA's got a backlog of 900,000 people. McDonald's handles 10 times that many customers in an hour. <laughs> And may I remind you, they're run by a clown. <laughs> a clown who, I will say this, in their defense, a clown whose entire administration has been threatened by a vicious criminal mastermind. <laughs> if anybody has spotted this so-called Hamburglar or any of his henchmen, do not attempt to apprehend or engage them themselves. Please call our Crime Stoppers hotline at 1-800-BRIAN-WILLIAMS-HOUSE. That's... 1-800-BRI and Williams House. <laughs> so what is the deal with this? I thought that they were going to modernize the VA system. The VA says they're going to computerize claims. Right now, 97% of VA disability claims are on paper. In the year 2013, 97% are still on paper. The VA still uses paper. I'm a 50-year-old man who still orders his cassette tapes from Columbia House. <laughs> and I don't even use paper. Today I read a magazine, sent a letter, paid my bills, found a recipe for chicken cordon bleu, and wiped my ass all without using paper. <laughs> which, which reminds me, which does remind me, can, can you wash a Kindle? Yeah. 
what happened? Why haven't they modernized the system? Their efforts to achieve fully interoperable electronic capabilities have been limited by long-standing project management and planning weaknesses, inadequate accountability, and poor oversight. Bureaucratic incompetence. I get it. Probably caused by the Republicans with the obstruction and the underfunding. Come on, next soundbite. Support my preconceived notion on who the bad guy and the good guy is here. Come on. Does it need more people? Do you need more processors? What do you need? In the past four years, if you will look at our budgets, uh, for VA, a 40% increase to our budgets at a time when other departments have uh, gone through belt tightening. Republicans. They made it impossible for the VA to even find their medical records under all that money they've dumped on the agency. <laughs> Bastards. Actually, funny story. As it turned out, the Defense Department uses a medical tracking program called ALTA, while the VA uses a generally superior program called VISTA. And those two programs <laughs> are unable, I swear to you this is true. Those two programs are unable to communicate with each other. <laughs> How insane is this complication? Even the analogy explaining why the two computer systems can't work together is fundamentally flawed. Let me use this analogy. An Xbox and a PlayStation uh, can play the same game on the same TV screen, but they don't talk together. Right, no, that makes sense. But here, here's the thing. An Xbox and a PlayStation don't talk because they're competitors. <laughs> Their mission is to destroy each other. <laughs> Which is not the relationship we expect from the part of government that takes care of our disabled veterans and the part of government that creates them. <laughs> so, well, I guess you could spend the thing there. So... I guess you could spend a billion dollars over four years trying to get one kid's Xbox games to work with another kid's PlayStation games. <laughs> or, as the family's parent or commander-in-chief, you could just command, we're going to just use the Xbox. <laughs> the point is, if you're making the case that government has a meaningful role to play in improving people's lives, then when you're not obstructed, from doing what you want, you'd better bring it. And if we're smart, and if we're smart and technologically savvy enough to create flying unmanned robots with 1.8 gigapixel cameras that can spot enemy acne from 10 miles away, <laughs> and national security data mining programs that can store and process more than 10,000 times as much data as is contained in the entire internet, we should be able to cook up a network spreadsheet program that knows which leg a returning soldier has lost without him having to fill out 10 forms and coming in for a person-to-person -person visual leg assessment surveillance. Otherwise, before long, these guys won't be obstructing the government. They'll be running it again. That's all you get, jerks!